primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Greg Skondek, and you're listening to Core World News, your holy news service providing in-depth coverage of the latest stories from every sector of the galaxy. Welcome to our final transmission of Core World News. As your longtime anchor, I bid you farewell and bright suns, Rimwood travelers and viewers abroad the galaxy. Good night. All right, uh, Grex, good run, buddy. Good run. I guess we, we, yep. I wanted to show him on screen, but he's you know he's always got a speeder outside waiting for him, yep. and um, he's just he grabbed his check and he's gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, always fun there. Uh, yeah, so Manzellan's in there too. I saw. So. <laughs> Who was in there? <laughs> a couple Manzellans, I think. Droids. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll let we'll let the uh, hollow tabloids follow him on his way. Uh, yes, this is going to be the last episode uh, branded as Core World News. Um, next week, we will be back, but not from our transmitting asteroid as usual. We will be uh, just transmitting gorilla style from a uh, bar somewhere in the galaxy. Um, and it's uh, and changing our format a little bit because we are lousy at conveying the news, we've decided. Yeah, uh, but we do still love talking about all the stories in the galaxy far, far away. So we're just going to change our format to be a little more casual, a lot more casual. You'll have to sort of listen to see how um, we've changed it up a little bit. Um, but we're excited about it. It's going to be super fun, um, and we're going to really get in the nitty gritty and try and capture some of the spirit of what happens off air when we're talking about Star Wars yep. for an hour before this <laughs> podcast and two hours after this podcast. Um, to just guys, is out. Ahsoka the titular Jedi? Is she like the Jedi? We're going to find out in the new series. Yes, <laughs> we'll get Maybe. there. We'll get there. Save we'll it for the Cantina Save Chronicles. It for that. Save it for that. Um, however, this is still core world news, so um, I've got a couple of quick news stories. Might as well go out um, on program here. Uh, so uh, a couple things starting off. Oh, I was just looking at my million notes about Rebels. Um, Acolyte will have more Jedi than we've ever seen in live action before in it. Um, that was one of the announcements, which I thought was pretty. That, that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Timeline. I mean, I was thinking Sith, but like Jedi. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, right? Because there's not going to be, uh, we're not going to get any Sith <laughs> or we're going to get a Sith, right? Uh-huh. Like we're going to get an, a Sith and a ton of acolytes. Um, but that makes sense. We're to High Republic. There's a ton of you're Jedi. split yeah. hairs here with me. I mean, like if you're an acolyte of the Sith, like you're, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're about to watch a show I mean, with how, two people yeah. with, with red lightsabers and they're going to be called Dark Jedis. Yes, we're splitting hairs now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, exactly. That's what we do, I suppose. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to wonder how one becomes a Sith if they, you know, they must know about the Force and the, the mysticism in the galaxy. Could they be a Jedi first and then become an acolyte? That seems like the yeah seems like the path I I would think that the story would take, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, I, I that's don't know. The way I and think it, I guess it's gonna go. It's gonna we're gonna maybe get a fallen Jedi in their travails, or we could get that sort yeah. of story from um, oh my gosh, fallen. <sighs> It's the season seven that never was. It got turned into a book um, with Quinlan Voss, and uh, uh, yep, it is. Like dark, dark disciple. Fate. That's a 
Dark Disciple. Dark Disciple. Yeah, I wonder if yes. they do that where they're like, we're going to send someone undercover to investigate, which I think would be less <laughs> exciting. I think I'd be more excited about like an organic sort of path on, uh, into the dark side and what the Sith is doing hope so. in that. Area. Yeah. This is the fifth straight episode we brought up Dark Disciple. Yeah. I know. It's, it's come up quite <laughs> a bit. Didn't have the name like any of the times. <laughs> How many Jedi were there at the Petronaki Arena in Geonosis? Oh, hundreds? A great question. But uh, why so do you ask? I, I would account. Well, because we're supposed to see more Jedi than we've ever seen on screen. Right. Okay. So now you've made a promise. I'll be counting. What if it's like a cafeteria scene and some like Jedi just flips totally one of the Jedi's one stray? Yep. It's just going to be like, it's just going to be one giant shot of a ton of people be like, yep, they're all Jedi's. Moving, Moving on. Moving on. You saw it. You're welcome. We did it. Um, yep, that'd be good. Uh, I also saw a little tidbit that they've spent $50 million on pre-production of Acolyte alone. Um, Whoa. Which is like, I, I think Mandalorian, they tried to give a Game of Thrones um, budget, which is about $10 mil an episode. So if they're just spending yeah. 50 on pre-prod, like, I, I think they were really trying to up the stakes here. Yeah. I, I, you know, this could be a sign of a lot of things, but... Uh, that's yeah. encouraging. I do wonder if there's a concerted effort to sort of like build out the architecture of the High Republic, given that we just got, you know, a, a, a temple in the, the, the yeah. survivor. And yeah. um, it's know. fascinating. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about it when we talk about our Rebels rewatch. But like it's fashion. It's fascinating how much of that stuff was kind of already built in without us knowing it. Like there's a scene where they show old Jedi and they all have gold lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk more. Oh, in Rebels, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot of that, a lot of that's there, yeah. and I think you're right. I think they're now trying to, like you said, Grant, build it out, right? Like make it more of a thing. Yeah, it's it's fascinating because I, I thought it was like just an allusion to like Arthurian sort of times and medieval times for the I, Jedi. It's sort of the crossbow saber, yeah, that yeah. whole idea. But it's evolved into a really specific thing at this point. Like if you played Survivor and you've seen the robes of, and you've, and you've seen a lot of the new characters in the higher public books, it's like it, it's it's a really ornate sort of like, um, uh, yeah, highfalutin yeah. aesthetic that is yeah. it's so fascinating. Like they've really built that out, and then. What we know about Star Wars is it's very lived in. And I guess, you know, when you look at Doug Chang's designs for the prequels, they are, they do have that smooth sort of silky finish, but they're right at the same time. It's starting to, that, that lived in approach is beginning the sort of like Ralph McQuarrie sort of like angular lived in thing is, is starting there. And so yeah. it's, it's cool to see that the high Republic is more uh, ornate and sort of, um, I don't know, sort of high yeah. sophisticated. I'm, I'm not, sophisticated. I'm not a, I don't know enough about design to sort of really give the right things, but I, I know that like, you know, obviously it's like very utilitarian in, in the original trilogy. And I love that a lot of Greebly is very square, everything and all yeah. that. And then it's like kind of art deco, like maybe twenties, thirties sort of style for the prequels. Right, the, yeah. Prequels. Mm -hmm. um, so it's mm -hmm. like still pretty elegant, but then, yeah, they definitely have a very distinct, um, I'm, I'm going to try not to say the word vibe anymore because I'm just like could use it for everything and I'm sure I'm not using it correctly <laughs> it's anymore. It's kind of a catch all for all. Yeah, things. it is yeah. for me. It kind of means everything now. <laughs> yeah. So it is fine. great. Though. But it, it's like it it's is, a yeah, very it's specific design aesthetic um, for a high republic that's that's emerged and it's like seamlessly. It be, you know, I'm so I'm catching up on Rebels right now. We're going to eventually talk a lot about that because um, on it almost feels like quarried, quarried stone with sort of like gold interlacing and, and gold emblems and sort yeah. Of, yeah yeah a lot more gold yeah. aesthetic and then if you play jedi survivor you can really play around right. with that you've got a lot of like you've got 
you know, original trilogy yeah. options, you have prequel trilogy options, and then this, oh, as someone who just came back from Big yeah, with his high, yeah. high Republic. Um, yeah, I just it's inlaid. I love the inlay. Yeah. Like it's just yeah, yeah there's yeah. Like filigree. It's kind of beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah, I should. We, we didn't mention. So <laughs> we are going to change our our name is going to be Cantina Chronicles. We should probably say that a bunch of times. So yeah, yes. we'll still be as in many times feed. as possible. It's, you shouldn't have yeah, to you, change you anything. Need to do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's just we're going to switch over to um, a bunch of drunks at a bar talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Um, so we'll have a new logo. <laughs> Said trunks on the job. Yeah, exactly. And it'll say episode one, and you'll be like, "What?" But um, it'll be us. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So please listen to all the stuff. So um, yeah. Anyways, back to the news that was there. Uh, we also got a quote from Justin Simeon, uh, who is the director of the upcoming <laughs> question mark Lando series. He has no idea what's going on with the Lando series. Was the quote. <laughs> so yeah. um, there's that. Right. That makes all of us, Justin. Um, so yeah. I kind of figured that's where it was at. Yeah, based on the fact that he's been doing a lot of press for a lot of different things over the past two years and has never said a single word about it or mentioned yeah. it or even responded to questions. Like it seems like seems like he had a deal. They yeah. named him and now we'll see. I mean, I I hope it's still going forward. I like Justin Simeon quite a bit, so I hope it still happens. Um that Daniel Jose Jose Elder book, Last Shot. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. That would be almost like just like the sort of Lando movie I could really, uh, you know, be yeah. icing for me for someone. Like I mean, me. I, I loved that story a lot. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to be the the bummer guy right now? No. So like, okay. <laughs> well, here I go anyway. You're welcome. It's it's been a it's been a couple of days, so I gotta I gotta bum some other people out. So um, you know, I was I was gonna joke earlier when when we talked about the pre production costs of Acolyte, like no one tell Bob Iger. Right. Like no one tell him. Uh, I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. made it clear they're cutting back on Marvel and Star Wars. So if a show is not in production right now, it's gone. So like there's no way Lando's happening at this point with Bob Iger right now. Like that, they're not putting more money into into that stuff. Sorry. I mean, I, it's all. I I, yeah. I believe you, and I was thinking the same thing. But I, I'm not sure. Like we've we've heard that news um, about Bob Iger, but I, I just you know the hopeless optimist. Um, uh, no, I mean he said it. Like yeah, that is a I know, direct but well, quote. We'll but, see. Oh, oh, you mean in terms of uh, in terms of him like actually yeah, like Lando what or? like how that actually gets implemented. You know, I mean that's it's, true. Well, yeah. that's Bob hasn't seen the Ahsoka numbers yet, so we'll just yeah. Everyone watch Ahsoka, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. You know, I said the same thing when people were like, "Oh, we're never going to get another like solo verse movie," and I was like, "No, no, no, it's going to be fine. They got tons of money. They're going to make money on these movies. They'll do it." And then you know that we haven't seen a sequel yet technically um but we did get obi-wan we i I mean what we got was better we got a a bunch of live action series and i adore all of them and they're just getting better um and you know they're spending this money Andor was transformative i mean it it was amazing it's about to like sweep a bunch of awards and i as it should it it has like a legit shot at winning best dramatic series at the emmys which is wild obviously biased but uh it's amazing so i'm just saying yeah I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Never, never, I, I, I never say everyone's never. sort of holding their yeah. breath to see what that actually means, you know, and, and we have to get through the writer's strike and we have to get through, yeah. you know, um, the director's strike and, 
Yeah. yeah. So, so there's a lot of move, <laughs> yeah. you know moves there. But if if they were just like started abandoning the two biggest <clears throat> IPs that draw the most people on Disney Plus, it's like, are, so are you abandoning streaming? It's just the thing like, is, like, yeah. But I wouldn't expect an abandonment. I just wouldn't expect it, it, it's gonna the faucet's yeah. gonna. Well, right get now we have Ahsoka, yeah, Acolyte, Mandalorian season yeah. four, uh, Andor season yep. two. Bad Batch season Two, three, yep. all in the pipeline. That's five yep. series in production. Yeah, Those that's all happening. happening. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. that's a lot. That's, yeah. I mean, that's that's two solid years of, so of content at least. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and so they've well, got time. That's a really good point because that will also get us to yes. the next movie. And if that movie is yeah. a success, then watch those. They all feed each other. Yeah. And yeah. I think they will be. I think they will yeah. be a success. Yeah. Yeah, but when it comes to when it comes to Lando, it's like what story are you gonna tell that's not gonna be a retread of a new hope? You know, Han Solo's into Deepio's job of money. Like we've seen that story a million times, if that is the sort of smuggler heist almost storyline. We and solo obviously was that it's that same sort of and like whatever you do as a sportsman, you know, I know he had that title for a long time. Um again, that would that would end up in a place where he's maybe in too deep with mobster characters. And I, I'm for me, it's like yeah. I would love to see the the start of the Baron and Minister Administrator duties, like the beginning of bringing these people together, like mm. uh, like the beginnings of Cloud City, like or just his time there. Because to me, that's like that's a side of Lando I don't think we really know. Yeah, I think that's fascinating. It would be a different, yeah, yeah, yeah be, that'd be a different vibe. I'm gonna, yeah, that that would be good. I still I want to see him in like bar to bar on wild adventures. right it could be the splendors of the galaxy yeah. is the other story yeah. which is like how do you how do you basically like emphasize that and really show off yeah. all the visual beauty of the galaxy because that's like the other side of the lando story that i'd yeah. love to see it's yeah. like his adventures yeah being more being more beautiful than basically like yeah. Han's Han and Chewie's adventures to like dingy corners of the galaxy. I, I bet Lando goes to far yeah, more vibrant and interesting. Places. Agreed, and has more. It has more fun while there, yeah, right? It has more and, fun. and the thing about it is, I feel like in the original trilogy, all we hear about Han's close scrapes are exposition or like little lore drops, like hey, you know that when we ran to that bounty hunter in Ord Mantell, right? Like one of my yeah. favorite lines in all of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, always, always I'm like, wait, into where's that? Tell me about that. Is what? And for a kid, I, I kept searching to see where that story was because I'm like, it must be somewhere. Um, but it's just like I feel like tell us those stories from Lando's perspective, not literally those stories, but in ideas of like, I want him getting into a scrape every week and getting out by the skin of his teeth, right? Like yeah. just trying to get ahead yeah, and keep getting it. Just, just surviving. Right. Like that's kind of what I want and maybe getting to, I would score. love that. Yeah. Make it a big score thing. Right. We haven't seen something like that really in star Wars. In, yeah. in live action. I, I'm also thinking, you know, like, cause there are documentation of, there is documentation of Lando, starting businesses like he he can yeah. make money when he wants to he's not just a gambler he's like an expert businessman yeah but like he does it through like some shady dealings yeah. like the wires coming to mind so he's not a drug dealer yeah. it's like yeah. you know like in he gets the uh snuffle pig or the hapabore to like start mining something on Lothal um, in Rebels. Oh, it's right. Like it starts with a small business, but it turns, it's yeah. like maybe he's mid business, but he makes some shady, you know, it could be yeah. like some sort of business thing with some shady deals. Right. And he's sort of balancing that with traveling around the galaxy and securing whatever and spending beyond his means. And, you know, like 
you know, just some craziness. I, there, yeah. There's a lot of things you could do with that series. Since it's our last episode, let's reflect on one of our earliest episodes. <laughs> Before Solo came out, we did a deep dive on Lando, right? We read the book. We actually mm-hmm. watched that episode of of Rebels, I remember, and we did a, a couple other, read the Lando miniseries and stuff. And my, like, overly simplified explanation of, like, who Lando is in the character is the mirror opposite of Han. Han is a is a good guy trying to act bad, and Lando is a bad guy trying to act good. And that's an oversimplification because I don't think Lando's actually a bad guy. But right. he I think part of it is like his 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 you know, his he listens to the devil on his shoulder a lot more than the angel. And so part of almost what I want to see is him keep getting he keeps doing these businesses. Like you say, he's really good at business. He gets it started, and then I feel like he gets bored. Yeah. And so he tries to like subconsciously complicate it for himself. So that's an interesting character to follow is to watch him mess it up for himself, right? Just watch him yeah. screw it up. Yeah. Well, Lando just has charisma that I feel like Han yeah. Han is always confrontational with everyone he meets. Yeah, no and I'm like, Lando Rough. is an old smoothie. He, yeah. he knows how to work it. And I think that's that's almost what you want to see. I didn't get enough of it in Solo, honestly. He's just kind of there to be schmoozed. And I was like, what What about him schmoozed? I yeah. bet he can get through. I bet he can talk yeah. anyone into anything, basically, yeah. and, and get it. Do it. Yeah, the only one he really interacts with is Kira a little bit. And, you know, he does, he uses his charisma to sort of open a few doors, but not a lot. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's he's not in that movie as much as you think he's in that movie when you rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it's yeah. pretty, pretty sparse. Yeah. Um, okay, another one. Uh, so, John Boyega is open to returning to Star Wars. <laughs> this was the Raven. biggest one oh, yeah. for me because I've been holding my breath. We've read between the line. He has inked a deal with Disney. With Disney. You think it's yeah. you think it might be like a surprise they're they're waiting for the right moment to announce him being in yes. the uh, new Jedi Order film. Yeah. I wonder if it was supposed to happen at Comic-Con and now no one can promote anything right now. I wonder if they're just going to have to, you know, promote it some other time. Maybe they're still yeah. negotiating the deal. They because probably otherwise, are. If, but... I mean if a deal's in place they will announce it, I think. I mean there's deals and then there's deals. Yeah. <laughs> to, to quote Lando, but I mean, like, I, you know, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the clearly the lines of communication are probably open and moving forward and uh, everyone's playing nice and yeah, still trying to figure yeah. out. The... I think centering a new trilogy on, on Finn is a brilliant idea. I, yeah. Like yeah. It, it, it pushes Ray and the mysticism all like kind of to the periphery. And especially if you're going to go in so deep with Mangold's film, it's like, I'll push some of that to the side and, and do a Kyle Katarn, you know, by way of Finn, like a yeah, like kind of storyline where it's yeah. like Finn is basically checks in on the temple, is exploring the dark, you know, recesses of the galaxy. Like, I, I'm in. Like, yep. If if the trailer is like just filled with mystery and intrigue, and like it's him adventuring, and it's like yeah, a more grizzled Finn. Like, I'm I'm in. Yeah, like, nice. take all of yeah. my money. Yeah. And I just watched they clone Tyrone, and that it's incredible. Like, I just it's, it's just with. Barbie and Oppenheimer out there. It's 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 of the trifecta of just great films that are out right now. So hmm. definitely he's, check that one out. Did would did Boyega Netflix, yeah. direct that, act in it, produce it? He's like the lead in it. Yeah. Okay. He is the yeah. Lead he's been here. promoting it heavy on the socials, and that's why I keep yeah. seeing him. Okay. Like I gotta check he's it awesome. out. Yeah. He's really good. And then my wife just ran across it randomly. I always like when that stuff happens because she's she doesn't follow the, the Star Wars. Socials. And it's got all the clone stuff with Finn yeah. at the center. I know. The <laughs> it's like, have you seen this movie? We need to watch this movie. This movie looks great. And I'm like, well, it's good. It's good that that's like crossing all of the levels. So I hope it does really well. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's pretty fantastic. Uh, there was also a little bit of controversy coming out of some quotes from Boyega. Uh, absolutely unafraid of the mouse, uh, Boyega decided to air his uh, his ranking order of this. Of- oh, wait, unafraid of the mouse or unafraid of like the film Twitter, like and like All the, the large the critical consensus of Star Wars films and and, and critics abroad. And- I'd say. Uh, uh- I'd say all of the above. I mean, if if I wanted Art. to, you know, make tens of millions of dollars from Disney, this would, be, you know, talking about this stuff seems taboo, and I wouldn't do it. So I'd be like, well, that's the, you know, I can take. I'm sure he gets a bunch of rabble from people online all the time, anyways. But yes, you're yeah. right, absolutely. Like, you know, you're going to get a lot of controversy. But he ranked his sequel preferences, uh, and the the first one was episode. He he likes Force Awakens the best. Uh, his second favorite was The Rise of Skywalker, and his uh, third favorite was The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, on what you merits? Have... What? Who asked this question, and on what merits? Like, are we Star talking Wars about here, like, in terms Network? of his experience, his subjective experience, or what he thought of the films? Or... You didn't want me can to I... actually read the article, did you? No. Can I make a, me... a point about an actor's favorite movie that they were in? So if you look at the screen time yeah. that he is in those three movies, it happens to be in that exact same order. Yeah. <laughs> so it may be that he Not had that he's more to do. Or self-centered. No, it's I <laughs> I don't think it's shallow or self-centered. I think you as an actor, you're you're more invested and connected to the film the more you're, you're acting on it, yeah. the more you're doing your craft, right? So so I totally get that. And like we had an offline conversation, which will probably not air out here, but maybe at a future Cantina Chronicles when we've been properly lubricated at the bar, bar about the screen time in episode eight versus some of the ep- other episodes based on who those characters are and, and who they represent. And it's really fascinating when you start looking at those numbers and, and interesting to talk about. Yeah. That's yeah. vague enough, right? That sounds vague enough. That, sounds <laughs> that means nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, in Korean. It's interesting. I think we have a new kind of refreshed point of view on all three films. And I, think have, I think we have. I think we've brought it like to the center. Tackle each one in a new way because yeah. there's so much left on the table when we discuss these films and a lot's, a lot's just because, you know, it can it, it can turn to sort of a, a, a hot take face off that just sort of, you know, dissolves into madness. And it's like, yeah. We'll we'll do that on the new pod, and I feel like we'll we'll oh. be able to cover some new yeah. also, areas. Three hundred episodes, our... so we know each other and we're comfortable talking to each other, and also not yeah, yeah. like disagreeing or agreeing or, or not a competition when we yeah. have these conversations. And I don't want to deter anyone from from disliking any of the films because I think all three have great messages and just yep yeah each one is just has a really really wonderful chock full of wonderful stuff message. and yeah lot of yeah it's just when you care as much as we do, there's we got notes. Um, as always. Yeah. yeah. And so on that line, I mean, we're, we're certainly not going to be talking about ourselves more. <laughs> that's one thing that's like my pet peeve about podcasts that aren't hosted by stars or, you know, famous or professional comedians or something. Um, but we are going to just, you, we, we will let a little bit more of our own personal feelings about star Wars through the star Wars yeah. fans um, yeah. come out. So with that in mind, um, we wanted to do a little segment here where we actually, uh, interviewed each other and, 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 Ooh. Talk to each other a little bit. So it's our chance to ask our compadres direct questions um, that we would like them to answer, um, knowing each other as well as we do, um, to maybe get get some more info uh, about the galaxy far, far away through our three respective lenses. Lens eye. I don't, I'm not sure which the word is. Um, 
I was thinking we'd go in alphabetical order by first name and start with Atum. Atum. Uh, All right. Um, Grant, you down with that? Do you have a couple of questions? Yeah. Do you want me to? I have a a, a general question to start off, or uh, if you don't mind. Yeah, by all means. So intimidating. Uh, All right. So, Adam, uh, I just want to know this is a little general one. I'm going to ask both of you this. So, um, you know, get ready. What was your first Star Wars experience that made you, like, fall in love with Star Wars? And and what happened? So, ooh. Ooh. Oh, fascinating. So, um, it's so funny because it's actually, I I have written some questions. I have a very similar question I'll probably ask both of you. Uh, So, we may get some redundancies. So, you know, I don't know. Like, Star Wars is the thing that's always been. In me, does that make sense? Like, like I feel like I don't remember my first time seeing, but my first like cognizant moment of Star Wars is kind of developmental for me, and I don't know why. And it and it revolves around of all things Return of the Jedi, even though it's like my least favorite of the original trilogy. It's the one I watched the most because, as a kid of the '80s, it's like your perfect kid movie. And uh, my memory is being at the mall, Cape Cod Mall. If anyone yeah. wants to take notes. Um, in sometime in the early to mid eighties and going Christmas shopping with my parents or going shopping around Christmas time and being at the Sears, which was used to be the end of the mall. They've now extended the mall. And I don't remember exactly what happened, but all I know is I was old enough that my dad decided to just leave me in front of the televisions, you know, the bank of televisions that used to show something all showing return. Oh yeah. And so that is the moment. And and I mean, it's the 80s. So I don't know. Was I three? Right. Who knows? Oh, wow. Right. Like, who knows at that yeah. age what I was? But probably like probably like five or six or seven. And I know I've seen it before then, but that was the big one. And um, and I just remember the 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 scene with Vader and Luke uh, on the gantryway of the edit and just show me oh, the lightsaber yeah, moment. So, and that oh, was like, so good. I don't know why, but like that, like something about my father just like leaving me to watch something about a father and son. And it just was like imprinted in my brain. So that's my kind of first formative, most like the moment I realized that that Star yes. Wars was in me. <laughs> was oh, that that moment? One, man. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Grant, you got a question yeah. for Adam? OK, Adam. Let me take care. Hmm. Um, when you first watched Empire Strikes Back, oh man! All and right. we spent as many minutes as we did with a certain puppet. Did you see it as a puppet, or did you see it as a character? And I'm speaking about Yoda. Uh, yeah, that's that's a really interesting question because, like, I again as a child of the '80s, which get ready to hear that phrase yeah. apparently for the next eight answers. Um, so much of my life was surrounded by Jim Henson, yeah, sure, right? Like yeah. so much of my life was surrounded by like Sesame Street and the Dark Crystal and uh, Labyrinth to a lesser extent. Um, and so I think by the time I was really aware of Star Wars, like Muppets stopped being Muppets to me and started to be real things. Yeah. So no, it, it, I it, even to this day, <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. Not a puppet. I, cl- right? I, I'm aware that there's there's something up the backside of Yoda, and Frank Oz is somewhere, you know, uh, uh, doing his Yoda voice. But no, it feels like a character. Like it really does feel like just another actor on set. Right. Which is like why you hear from like people who meet Muppets for the first time, this like transformative yeah. moment, yeah, where they like literally just talk to the Muppet, even in that scene where you can see that there's like an open floor beneath mm-hmm. them. And I just know myself. Yeah. Like if that happened. If I met Yoda, I'd be talking directly to Yoda. There would be no thought 
of, of talking to the person behind yes. them. I'd be cut, thinking away that this is my my yeah. mouth would be on the uh, floor. As a person, <laughs> I'd just be like, "Say more, Yoda." Yeah, I know. Which, like, as a person who recently hugged Tigger at a park theme park and realized there's a human skeleton underneath, <laughs> and it might have been the most frightening moment of my yes. adult life, I still think I would be fine meeting Yoda and and thinking this is actually a a living thing. Yeah, it's still confounding that that was the that was that was it's that happened wild. and it was yeah. just so I, ambitious yeah. yeah you are a coward if you don't use the puppet audacious um yeah 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 but it's great yeah i, I something about muppets that i always have the deniability um all right i got another one for you adam uh what is your favorite environment in which to consume a star war and you can consume the star war it can Ooh. be any media <laughs> okay That's... interesting uh, this is going to be That's real okay. basic and boring. It's a dumb question, so um, go for it. No, it's not a dumb question at all. Um, but I think, again, being imprinted with original trilogy and how much, like, it worked on me. It's always desert. Like, d- desert to me, which is, again, like, I... That's what you're asking, right? Like, I of the environment. actually, personally, in, where do you want to be when oh, you watch okay. a Star Wars or read I a Star realized, I was. I realized as yeah. I was answering that... Yeah, that I said it was a much so, dumber question. Where do I most consume... No, no, no. Where do I, where do I prefer to consume Star Wars? Um, yeah, so that's really interesting. I mean, the most I've ever watched is on my what couch. What about watching like, dishes? I'm, 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 <laughs> I feel like you consume a lot of Star Wars watching dishes. I, I do. I will say, I mean, as as a parent of a you know relatively new human living being, um, I do a lot of my watching via dishes. But never, I will make it clear, never my initial viewing yes. of a Star Wars. That is always locked in on the couch. Additional viewings will be on that. I cannot. Yes. That is sacrilege to watch it while doing the dishes. I watched highfalutin foreign films when I'm on doing the dishes, but never a Star Wars. Um, but I think it's always going to be a theater for me. Like, like I, I think it's transformative. I, I think, um, you know, just thinking about seeing the fact that like the the prequel trilogy or the sequel trilogy, or the prequel trilogy. Like, I, I've seen everything in person first week. Um, yeah, I just it's got to be theaters for me, just that experience. And and having recently started to go back yeah. to the theater a lot more, I, I'm re is reawakening my love of just going to theater, see movies and realizing that like that adds two points to any rating for my film is seeing nice. in the theater. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Got another one, Grant? Yeah. Well, we've covered the pillars of Star Wars many times on this podcast. Adam, I think it's time. I think it's time you tell us your favorite aspect or pillar of Star Wars. And I can list them. I can list the list right now if you need it. Uh, if you know it, then you can. I know most of them. I'm trying to think of anything pops in my head or if I'm going to need like the refresher to really get there. So all of the pillars. Um, swashbuckling, spirituality, yeah. mentors, weirdly... good versus evil. Yeah. Nautical space combat. Yeah, so I was so in my head I was like for some reason swashbuckling kept kept coming up, but that's the that's not it. I don't know why it keeps cu- coming up. I think I just like that word. You invented that. Um, I I think. Yeah. Oh, that's why I like it. Uh, so, but I think at the end of the day, the one I was leaning towards as you were listing and before I was listening was it's. I mean, it's so basic again, but good versus evil, right? Like to me, that is the cornerstone of Star Wars. It's not necessarily as black as white as it sounds, but there is a clear like I I, I come back to I, I teach ethics and morals in my job quite a bit. 
And on my personal level, I often try to think about the teachings of the force. I, I think it's very clear. And I, and I think there is a clear moral goodness in what we learn through the Jedi. Everything can be corrupted. But I think it's very clear. I love that clearness. And I also love the fact that it's not like, oh, I, I, mean, I think my favorite thing about, about Star Wars is, of course, the dark side's easier. Right, like being evil is so much easier than being good. Yeah. Right, but there's so I just love that idea. So I think that I come back around really to that true. a lot. Really true. Not economics and trade. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as I get older, I am more and more yeah. enjoying the, the slower parts of Star Wars. So, so te- like we'll have t- we'll <laughs> yeah. circle back around ten Tell years. Tell me more about trade route embargoes. Taxation blockades. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Indeed. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right. I'm gonna pump up the jam here a little bit. You have to build a new project centered around one actor not currently involved in a Star War. Who should it be? See, this is just the actor. You're like, okay, you're going to build a, a, a movie, but maybe a franchise. Maybe it's three movies. I don't know. But it's like you got to hang your hat on one dude. Like, like um, Skeleton Crew is like, I don't know Jude Law, then we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's it's, oh my it's God, a tough a one to question. pull off the top, but and I'm like, why can I only think of white dudes? <laughs> this is bad. Um, like literally, so I will. I know, I know. I, I have been, uh, I, I have been full disclosure, uh, watching uh, Peaky Blinders, and so, um, so not Celia Murphy. You know, I love Celia Murphy. He'd be too well. Maybe if you made him a Sith, like if you went the dark side, I think, ooh, am I talking myself into Celia Murphy as the person I want to? No, he's too old. Too old. Too old to start the training. Um, too old to start the training. Uh, Celia Murphy from like 20 years ago, 100%, but that's not how, you know, time works. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. And we know how many passes. And then my brain, now my brain's stuck on Tom Hardy. Ooh. Oh, I, mean, I so uh, want that. I'm yeah. I'll I'll go uh, based on your reactions and the fact that it I doesn't can't need to be your definitive answer. I'm putting you under the gun here. Under no, the no. blaster. No, I love I love being under Tom, the gun. Those are two really great. good answers. I love this. Yeah, again, cheating because I was I was joking about the fact that we just finished the first season of Peaky Blinders and they named the two other crime families and one of those named Solomon and I'm like, well, Tom Hardy famously plays a Jew. Uh, in that movie, in that show, which he's gotten lambasted for, so I'm like, I, just, I looked at my wife. I'm like, I'm guessing we're gonna see the Solomons come in yeah. at some point. Like, it seems like it seems like they're kind of like foreshadowing that. So I also know that he probably is gonna show up in um in the uh, Stephen Knight uh, show movie. Tom Hardy's 100. He, he, he would be the best answer. villain for that new trilogy for the Dawn of the Jedi. Trilogy. He's gonna be maybe the I best. Mean, like Finn, Stephen and Ray Knight loves him. He's in ta- he's in Taboo. He's in something. He's 100. Remember Dasan from the old yeah. Jedi Outcast games? Kyle, yeah. Remember that like, dinosaur guy. looking guy? I, Tom Hardy yeah. would be great as a dinosaur. <laughs> so that. Since that's amazing, Sorry. I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go back to Cillian Murphy because Cillian Murphy does not get is, enough. Isn't work, it Killian Murphy? Even though he's an Oppenheimer right now. Okay, it is. Okay. It is. I refuse. <laughs> that is that is accurate. It is Cillian Murphy. Podcast, I refuse. We just refuse to acknowledge how people actually. No, I, I just for some reason I. So you've already called him too old. I remember and now by... you just intentionally mispronounce his name. Okay, got it. Yeah, but I'm giving him a Star <laughs> Wars, so he should be grateful. I'll call you whatever I want. 
Um, I love Tom Hardy yeah. there, man. And, and honestly, like the, obviously like Tom Hardy's great. I, I think it'd be easy to cast him as a dark side. You could literally, or a dinosaur, like you get, he's so good. You can cast him as anything. That's why I think like a leading role would be kind of amazing. I mean, he'd be a great Han Solo. Yeah. Right. He would be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was so close to being bond, which I don't know if would have worked for him, but I just, I, I think right. he, he, I mean, again, I'm not trying to be like, ah, oh, this poor, I think this, he needs to be a this poor white guy hasn't had yeah. enough opportunities, okay. but like, I still, I love that. Answer. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Grant? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Um, favorite directed scene of in star Wars and name that director. Hmm. Oh man. Um, all right. That's a hard one because you really got to so, kind of think about the acting and, and just how the scene plays out and the vision. It's so hard. Just so, a single scene. It's really. Just... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Attack All the right. clones. And who is it, Adam? Who is it? <laughs> so, oh, man. I, I, I love George Lucas. There's it's some Lucas. great scenes is it? in it. Is it? No, oh. it's not. No, that I'm. I'm, I'm a, no, no. Lucas is wonderful. This Lucas is amazing, is ending, right? <laughs> he is not an. He's not an actor director. Um, I, I mean, you could go with like Hasden, and I just, I just, it's hard to, it's hard to look at those real, original trilogies because they're like they're very of their era, right? So like, it's I love hard. them, but like, I, it, it is, it is the acting is is of its time. Um, I, I cannot go with any of the prequels. Wow. Sorry. So that leaves two directors for me. No, that, I mean, you can. So here's wait, the thing. Wait, you've got solo and <laughs> I, you've got I, uh, Rogue One. Oh, sorry. I forgot about those. So cut those out as well. Right. Um, also wonderful films. I, I don't. So Sh- here's does the it thing. rhyme with Schmai and Schmonson? Kirsch. Kirscher? <laughs> yeah. It, no, it really does. No. I think. And we kind of. <laughs> Yeah, no. we're circling back around to it. You're like Kirshner, Lucas. You're like, yes, we're circling back around to it. <laughs> it's gonna dovetail into earlier talking about a certain puppet. I think the Yoda scene in oh. the Last Jedi is the best directed scene of all in all of wow. Star Wars. Master Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that line read. Okay. Yeah. I'm more focused on the puppet. I'm more focused on the puppet. But no, I what? yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Absolutely. So there you go. That's great. I love that. Grant has notes. That's so great. Oh, Ben was. Listen, I walked out of the theater after seeing Last Jedi, and I was like, "Is this better than Empire Strikes Back?" Like, no joke. That literally, that was what I thought. You did. You did. Yeah. I, I walked out going, I don't know how I feel about this film. I need to watch yeah. it 20 more times. Yeah, I said I needed to rewatch it immediately. Yeah. But yeah. And it's like, it is slipping. The more I watch that movie, it slips further down on my ranking. It's still on the upper upper half, but it slips down a little bit. But that yeah. scene to me it's is impo- always It's impossible to put 11 films like in, in like, I don't know. And they're always going to be changing. It's a lot of, it's a big body of work. Yeah. Um. Okay. You are a Jedi Knight, Adam. What era, what color crystal, <laughs> what job? Oh, wow. Oh, uh, era would probably be like between High Republic and Fall and, and, and the, and the, 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 uh, uh, Twilight of the Jedi. Prequel even a thing? Era. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, prequel era, uh, Temple Guard, Yellow yeah. Crystal. Oh, wow. I knew you already had yeah. one, so I gave you an easy <laughs> one. Super boring. I, I, you're thank not you. leaving Super boring, but you're I, hanging I, at the temple. At a I'm hanging temple. at the library. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh. at a temple. 
at the, probably at the course out, probably probably the temple guard working for Jocasta knew. That's that's my job. <laughs> but you get a yellow lightsaber. Maybe yeah, you get a cool mask. Pretty savvy with that double blade. Yeah, get a cool yeah. mask. It's all good. Yeah. yeah, I love it. You got another one, Grant? Let's see here. Um, uh, well, yeah. What is your favorite location in Star Wars? Not not where you want to watch it in the films. When when we go yeah. there, you feel nostalgic for it. It's your the design. Yeah. The so. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like, well, like, uh, yeah, look, I guess that's also because I'm like, feel tone and aesthetic of Star Wars, kind of like, where do you think Star Wars best sort of sings? I, I don't know. For me, it's, it's, I'll say, yeah, could I get through an interview without mentioning Star Wars Galaxies, the old MMO? It's been a couple episodes since you mentioned it. Um, it's been a couple episodes. So it's it's yep. Mos Eisley. Oh, like Eisley to me. I was just watching New Hope the other night, and I was like, "Is this Star Wars? It's just Mos Eisley Star Wars." It's super basic, yeah. but like you get a feel for it. How like how like it's it you know a, a, you know a, a, a hive of scum and villainy. Like he says that, and like show, and show. says and it's like yeah. shows and tells, right? Like it's kind of perfect. And I just spent so much time hanging Eisley out there space. during. <laughs> yeah i spent so much time hanging out there in that in that game because that's the place i wanted to be and i was just a wookie bounty hunter yeah. taking my taking my wookie you know taking my bounties from such an iconic so, environment that environment yeah. in particular is just super iconic it's like 40 minutes into a new hope it's just like yeah i know it's so cool yeah because it's i mean you're really through the eyes of a couple of droids you see a space battle you see a farm a weird farmer on a moisture thing and then it's like and then you get you answer the call and like that's your that's your shatter point. That's your 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 launch pad into the rest of the galaxy. And you're like, oh, now I understand where I am. Now, did, were, were the ships leaving? Uh, is that in the original footage, or is that is that remastered? Like the ships leaving in that wide the establishing shot. You know what I'm talking oh, about? the the Falcon. No, when the establishing shot or, of most Eisley when Obi Wan's standing over the cliff, it's like you see the ships taking off, and I'm like, was that in the original? I don't think because so. that it looks so 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 sleek. Like I just wonder. I don't think there was any movement. Yeah, I remember like it is just static. You can yeah. barely tell that it is like yeah. it is even. Yeah, they a probably thing. had barely <laughs> enough time to build that model, let alone do any sort painted. of. It might I mean, that painting. might have been yeah. even a, a map. It might have map. It's probably a map painting, a very yeah. basic whatever. And I was also also great. Don't forget, old man Adam and Ben. We were watching that tube televisions with like, what was it like, three twenty? Yeah. yeah, I was <laughs> there. He knows I was what there we're too. That's true. You were you you got the tail end of that. Yeah. <laughs> Why do the nineteen nineties look like the nineteen seventy or eighties or sixties? I mean, when you look at it now, I see I see pictures. And I'm like, I yeah. didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I watched a little film called Tiptoes the other day, and I was like, ooh, 90s. Tiptoes right away. Takeaway is, oh, the 90s? Um, Definitely watch Tiptoes if you haven't, by the way. Um, All right. And then this one. So my last one I knew was going to be quick because I already knew your answer to that one because we just hung out for a weekend um, making lightsabers. Yeah. Uh, But uh, this one is a long one. All right. So using our pillars. You've already been thinking about pillars. Thanks to Grant. Mm -hmm. Um Build me the ideal mm-hmm. ensemble of character types. So I don't need to know like their whole life story, but just like what it, what are the yeah, types yeah, yeah. of characters you want in your like ideal Star Wars ensemble? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, 
right. So you need. I'm a firm believer that you need two, two droids. droids. You're a two droid guy. Okay. Two droids. The hidden two fortress tier. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and and because they need to play off of each other, and they need to be different. Like again, it's very. I might just build you the That's original. Fine. That's fine. Uh, cast. No, but I but mostly like you need you need you need I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave gender completely yeah, yeah, out of it yeah, so yeah, we can yeah. cast gender nice. later. Um that, that, so yeah, two droids. Yeah. I oh, oh god, I am just gonna build the fine. whole I am just gonna build a new hope. It's like you, you need the two droids. You I feel like you need a force user and an, an apprentice and a master. I'll just say an apprentice and a master of any mm. type. All right. Does that make sense? Meaning that they don't have to be force users, because like we got it in Solo a little bit. Like we got Tobias Beckett and Solo, right? Like to okay. me that works. So you need if we're going to take the force out of it, because I do firmly believe you could make a really solid Star Wars movie without a force user okay. in your ensemble. Um, up, 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 uh, I, I thought Snoke was not going to be a force user for the longest time. So did I. I, I thought, thought it was, was all Magnus. Ge- the genius part of the story. It was like almost like a Lex Luthor. I spent so, so much of episode eight in my brain in the theater the first time going, that's just magnets. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you're unrelenting, right? You're... And I'm like, no, he's not. He's, that's, he's clearly a force user because of choices. I'm over there the point, um, thinking everything's Darth Vader's yeah. ghost. I'm like, it's like my Mephisto for that movie. So you need, you need two droids. You need two droids. You need a master and apprentice. Uh, I honestly think you can do it with five characters, maybe six, and they need a wild card of some kind. Because um, I'm like, I'm trying to be like, I, I don't know how specific or vague you want me to be. Uh, two droids. All right, two droids. Uh, two droids, Master and Apprentice, Wild Card, and a sidekick. So I think you need like six. And at least, in my opinion, at least two out of those six characters need to be aliens. Okay. <laughs> that's... Just because that's not happening so that's as my... of yet. And as of now. No, not really. I, not quite, but that's my perfect. We talked about perfect, and I have yet to see my perfect. Like, I mean, again, I, I just want to say, like, I was really going to say, like, just the new hope, but we got to move yeah. beyond that. But that's kind of yeah. close to what I did, if you think about it's it. Still like, general, yeah, it's still general. There's a lot of room for that. moving sideways. Yeah. And I think, I think, yeah. Uh, I think Greedo is a super fun character. Yeah. And yeah. when you go back and watch that execution of that sort of alien character and just the sound design and his voice it it's so cool like it's a, and it's great because it's, it's basically a western sort of stand-in moment and it's like but this time it's with an yeah. alien and it feels so iconic and it's I, I really do think that's what really made star wars is the the greedo in the booth of han and like that that alien and you know live action character and for the first time just blending so well it's it's yeah. Oh, it's so, incredible. Grant, that's a really interesting point. Because I'm trying to, like, it's so hard. And part of what, like, I was talking about at the beginning, I'm like, my first qu- answer is, like, I don't remember in taking Star Wars literally, right? So it's hard for me sometimes to remember, like, oh, this happened, then this happened, then that happened. But, like, you're right. That is the first, is Greedo the first alien? Like, the first real alien well, with lines super that you're well actually in, 
that you're actually interacting with, right? Well, because like uh, Chewbacca, you, you have like knows has a spacecraft that might fit. Chewie, yeah. Chewbacca, but you just see like a he growls for a second yeah. and walks away, right? But like actual like human alien, like actual dialogue. Well, yeah, Ponda Baba and Doctor Evazan, I think yeah. happens. I think that happens. Is that before? before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then there you so go. That's strong key. because so. that scene is so strong because it's Han selling them on the Falcon, Imperials checking out the bar, and then straight to the Greedo scene. And I'm like, that is that's just so much character development in such a short amount yeah. of time, and it's just I so mean, fun. I it's hard not to argue back to like when I said what's my best the best directed scene. It might be the bar <laughs> like the cantina yeah. scene in Star Wars. Right? Like it's, it's a new hope. Dope, it yeah, is just whatever like, happened. Uh, yeah, on, on those days, that was magic. I, it's just hard oh. for me because as a kid, I still remember the werewolf mask. <laughs> yeah. That's still in there. I still so think like, that's the best even as a kid, I'm like, I think that's the best cantina stuff yeah. because of how willing they are to keep yes. it dark. And and really dark practical quick cuts. Masks everyone stuff. gets a second. Yeah, <laughs> and release a book where every single character gets a story. <laughs> I still love the tales. Tales from Tales from the Masada Cantina is one of the yeah, best books. Of all yeah. time. Literally everyone has there has a story from that bar. That's wild. I love yeah. your ensemble, Adam. I'm I'm inspired. Thank you. I am. Uh, it's a little whatever, right. but thanks. Grant, you got a last one for Adam. Let's look at my list here. Um, oh yeah, Adam, if you could have one ship in the Star Wars galaxy, what would it be? Way to end on just the super basic whatever. I, I this guess is your not, ship to like, pilot. I, this isn't like, X Wing or Starfighter. This is this is you can have no, no. anything you want. I mean, I, I, I mean, having done it in real life, I gotta go Millennium Falcon, Falcon. man. Like, I, I wish I was more complex than that. I'm like, I want to be like all like classy and be like, I want a Y wing or I want like a no. I want the Millennium Falcon. I've always wanted the Millennium Falcon. If I get, if I win the lottery, I'm building myself a Millennium yeah. Falcon. Okay. I want a Star Destroyer. Yeah. Crude by really? How? Yeah. I want the whole Star I, Destroyer. I still. <laughs> I kind of want the Ebon like, Hawk or something. <laughs> The Evan Hawk's great. Like, there's a lot of good stuff, but like, I don't know. Like, I, I we went to Galaxy's Edge, and I know it's a real, not a great approximation, but when you, I, like, having to sit that, get to sit down at the chess table and then go in the thing, like, that's or the fire spray, the, the boba ship, like, that's there's the a lot of weird things. One. Actually, mine would be the uh, Sith Sith infiltrator, yeah. uh, which is uh, Maul, Maul's, Maul's. Oh, is that the Maul's? From, um, the prequels. Yeah, it's that nice. thing's pretty sweet. The thing is, but clean. I so so. I want I want a ship because again I mean uh, actually you want to know what fine you want my actual answer <laughs> your actual third answer <laughs> is actually the the ship I built in yeah. or owned in Star Wars Galaxies that I made you we all watch right. and watch we a walk through it was lovely that. I did a tour of it like like but but that's the that's the reason why is like I actually want the I want the Millennium Falcon because I I like I love the idea of flying but my favorite thing is like shoot this thing into space yeah, there's no one right. out there. I'm not near anyone and I have my own hangout space with chess. Yeah. It's all I've ever wanted. There you go. There you go. Uh, that was yeah. awesome, man. I feel like we all got to know Adam bit. a little better there. That was fun. Thank um, you. Grant, would you like to go next? This is, <laughs> I don't have to be next. Would you, do you want to, do you want to answer some questions? Uh, uh, sure. Let's, all right. Let's great. Great. Um, I'll fire the first question off at of Grant. Um, you should know this is, uh, that this is coming. Uh, what was your first Star Wars experience that made you like Star Wars, and uh, what happened? Uh, well, I 
I watched Empire Strikes Back first, and it was the the re-releases in the 90s, and it was on VHS, and I basically watched Empire and the Hoth sequence like over and over and over again. Mm. and just kept rewinding it to catch it all and understand the story. Because I felt like it was it was introducing so many things right away, especially firing the probe off just yeah. in media res. Like it, it, and, then, and then I watched all of it, and I was obsessed, and then the prequels hit me. At like, so like I really, Star Wars really hit for me when I was like 10 or 11, and like uh, I saw the Phantom Menace trailer, and I was like... Let's go. I was probably like 8 or 9 probably, and I was like, it was just, that was the perfect demo for that. So it was just like... That worked on me, and I wasn't old enough to tr- like really look at it with a you know a sort of critical eye. I, I kind of just loved what George was dishing. Like I, I just yeah. adored it. And like Attack of the Clones was like yeah. built for kids. I feel like it was just like so much just high octane yeah. excitement mm-hmm. and action for just the sake of it. Like yeah. the Jedi are just using a clone army for the sake of it because you don't even question it. You're like, of course they, yeah, of course they rally the clones and all the Jedi come. Like of course, yeah, you know, and like. Yeah, it it was perfect, and I was like, "This is awesome!" And I have yet to see sort of like the the hero's journey accomplish what happens in Attack of the Clones in just putting that much on screen. I mean, like you do, you have your Hunger Games, and you have your Divergent movies, and you have like your Maze Runners, and you have these like modern sci-fi pieces. But it's like I I've never just seen as much as there is in Attack of the Clones just unloaded on an audience in terms of like lore and world building. Yeah. Like I was just. And Doug Chang's just world design and then getting into Macquarie. And I just, I got obsessed with Macquarie for a very long time. And then, you know, obviously just I'm, books and yeah. I just dived into the books and the games. And I just love it all. So, yeah. I'm really waiting for the cultural reevaluation of Attack of the Clones. Uh, I, the more I watch it, I'm like, this is unfiltered, pure yeah. George. Yeah, I mean, no one pumps Attack of the Clones tires <laughs> as hard as we do. But like you just gave the yeah. best, the best like defense it's, of Attack of the so, Clones I've ever. You heard. made me yeah. love it more. You're exactly right. like, yeah. of course, of, like, like of course, a kid it's maximalist. Would love it. yeah. It's maximalist. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, to kind of bring it back to Ben, your your statement of like when you watched the Last Jedi, right? when I, I remember seeing Attack of the Clones, <laughs> midnight at like at the Wellfleet Cinemas, which was like a like a like a hundred seater. And and going there at midnight, my friend just like emailed or uh, called me at like eleven o'clock saying, "I have an extra ticket. Do you want to go see us?" I had my eight a.m. tickets already bought the next morning. I said, "Sure, let's do it." Drove up there, which is like forty five minutes away. Sat there, and I was just like, "This is the best <laughs> Star Wars I have ever seen." And we walked out, and it was like that sucked. And I'm like, "Yeah, it really did. It was really bad." And I'm like, I love that movie. And I happily got up the next morning with five hours of sleep and watched Yoda yeah. flip around it again. One of, it had one of the, for me at the time, it had one of the greatest endings, like most like rev your fist, just yeah. like amp up hype endings I've ever seen. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah. In a it's giant really franchise yeah. movie. And then I look back at it now and I'm like, oh, it's just a CG nightmare. But it's, <laughs> but no, but it's still just indelible. Yeah. just beautiful in the and again now i'm just i look at the consequences of what happened in the, the the clones and all all that transpired and i look it's just it doesn't uh, it doesn't sit well in, you know as a narrative but I, I just think it's so wonderfully visually ambitious and audacious and there's just so much going on in that movie that it's, it's a great time and i, I, I just i the prequels worked on me. I still, as a, when I was a kid, I didn't understand the logic of not bringing Shmi to 
like not saving Shmi. I, I never understood why Qui-Gon didn't. Even as a kid, I was like, why yeah. not? No. <laughs> so yeah. confused by that and like heartbroken. I was like, what? Like, you can't bring his mom? Those like, are the rules, man. Those are the Jedi rules. Dude. No one brings their mom to I, the Jedi yeah, Academy. I guess, or just free I his mean, mom, I guess. Or, yeah. So here's like the one maybe like mind cheat you can do with that, which I've done is that like he can't bring Shmi because you can't have attachments. But I think Qui-Gon's a good dude and hates slavery. And maybe his plan was like, once everything's once we figure this out, I'm going to go back secretly and free her. You right? get that just sense in the film, I would say. Right? You can read that. Right? Like, There's almost he, like a connection. But, but unfortunately, he got stabbed with a double <laughs> saber. <laughs> he was going to go back. Yeah, yeah. And then Obi-Wan just didn't care. I don't know. Anyway, Obi-Wan's flawed. <laughs> Obi-Wan wants to leave the kid in the dirt. I mean, he's also <laughs> my favorite Jedi. The is Phantom that. Menace where Obi-Wan's like, really? We're Another like picking up more pathetic people. life like, form. God. Another pathetic life form. He just yeah. flicks him off the <laughs> ship and he's like, whoopsie daisy. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with Maul. Yep. Um, okay, yeah. Adam, do you have a question All for right. me? Sure, I do. Uh, I'm going to call an audible because my first question is very similar. Um, so I'm going to shift to my second one. Um, so as a as a writer, yeah. what is the, of all the films, the most significant line in all of Star Wars? One line. Grant has 20 in his head. Right Obi-Wan now. taught you well, young Skywalker, but you're not a Jedi yet. That line is like still like to this day. It's just it's just yeah. I always think about it, and it's I think that's the that's the thing I love about Star Wars is the saber fighting and the the dialogue in 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 the sword mm-hmm. fight. And I, I just that that it's Vader so stuff is just and James Earl Jones is still like my favorite voice in Star Wars, and I love Frank Oz. Yeah, and I love everyone involved in Star Wars, but i don't know there's the idea of vader the scuba mask breathing the everything about like just being this you know henchman for the emperor and and having this tragic past uh it's i don't know it's there's so much in that character that you just it's just all unpacking that character is just like every time you see that character you're just unpacking what it means it's like a projection of your worst fears it's like i don't know there's so much going on with that character and i think it's just a brilliant design so that line nice. that's i love that answer that yeah I, I was so excited to ask that question because yeah. i knew my, i'd be so excited <laughs> no matter what the answer not, you know what i mean like i'm like that is that is the correct answer um quick side note anyone remember what video game it was when you would die i feel like that was the overlay they would that was one of the overlays they would sometimes say uh, yeah, i think it might have been the uh, one you sit in or it's the oh right at the, at the actual you, like yeah, yeah yeah I think you're right it was the one because I remember playing at Dave and Buster's a lot yeah. spending a lot of money that's totally what it was thank you all right, uh, all right Ben sure. your question all right Grant uh, you've been captured by a Sith Lord in the world between worlds <laughs> uh, you can have anyone from any era come save you who would you like it to be huh. hmm um. I guess Ray, because I want to help with the new Jedi Order. Ooh. So okay, yeah, right. All right, I like it. All right, well, like that's going to answer a later question. Unexpected, right. but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, quickly, yes. couple of the second question. Uh, all right, so this one similar. We're talking about the World Beyond Worlds, a a something created in the uh, you know animated film. So my question is, what is your favorite non live action? Star Wars character. So cannot pick it from a movie or television series unless it's animated. 
can be. Uh, book. I mean, it's hard not to pick uh, Ronan from Visions, like just knee jerk, but um, that. <laughs> that's a good let pick. me uh, keep thinking for a second. Um, uh, I mean, that just stylistically is so cool. Um, I think actually the David Harbor Jedi from Visions. Um, I adore oh, that right. character. I forget his name. I just Wait, thought which season? Voice yeah. was just... Is that one? One season is the one, right? David. Yeah. The Elder, I think it was oh, called. The Elder. The Elder. That was David Harbor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal character. Um, nice. But if if it, it is, can it be from the books too. It's, isn't yeah. has to be animated. Yeah. Oh, anything. Okay. Yeah, it can oh, be books, books, comics. Okay. Um, yeah. Is it Gio? Ty Yorick? I really like uh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan. Um. Ah, oh, it's so tough. Um, I think here, um, I it's tough. It's hard not to pick Elzar Man, just given chapters I've read about I, that wrong, character, and just all that's explored yeah. in those books. Yeah. Um, the image of yeah, I'll say Elzar Man. I think I, I'm a big fan of Elzar. Man. Him just floating in the ocean, pick. just getting getting that, hell. Yeah, just how he deals with every situation is cool. Yeah. It's it's or like it just feels so sensory. Like there's a lot of sensory kind of description that I love. So nice, dude. Okay, uh, you're uh, Grant. You are a rebellion informant and need to create a legitimate business to traffic information out of. Uh, what is it and where? You got to build a business to traffic information somewhere in the galaxy. What kind of business is it and uh, where is it going to be? Hmm. Um, I guess you could, I would do like a game and hobby store and do like Dejaric. It would be like Luth and Rails Artifact Shop, but it would be all the sort of Dejaric pieces and Sabacc cards, cards and just yeah. everything, every type of game you can buy, like magic, you can, like whatever in Galaxy Magic kids magic are out the there. Like, it would just have all this. <laughs> I would be a magician like <laughs> instead of a shapeshifter chameleon. I would just kind of use my whatever tools gadgets in there i love nice. that it's sort of poetic yeah. too because it's sort of like oh yeah you want to go see the game the master yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> game yeah. Master. oh that's interesting dude i love that yeah not what i was expecting great answer nice yeah i don't know yeah. Yeah, but you're you're it's a low i gotta keep a low profile and i gotta keep a whisper network open in the back yeah. it's like yeah i don't know like what else you can do yeah. cool adam you got one <laughs> love it all right. Uh, yeah. So I have a question about uh, collectibles, uh, but I'm going to personalize it to each of you. So, Ben, you can start trying to anticipate and think uh, ahead. Uh, Grant. So in terms of collectibles, I know you like your it's similar to me. You you collect a lot of things, but you also collect a lot of black yes. series. Is there one black series that has not been created or character Ooh. that there's not you're not familiar with that you really, really oh, want to figure out? It's so good. Oh, my goodness. Um. definitely is um oh yeah uh yeah the um yeah obviously it's a uh, porter angle the blade mm. of bardot like the fact that that black series figure is the only like jedi figure i would buy probably like that in yeah ty York, if they ever put her out but yeah if yeah. they make more i, oh, I love that like, white yeah. boxes or like gold gold trim like if they did a white yeah. like a black series sort of thing that's like the special high republic I, you know packaging that would be so cool and they like, do a bunch of jedi from that it's that books. would be really good yeah, maybe we get that yeah. after um phase three you know there there is going to be an art of like or a character book that's coming out i saw 
um, for High Republic, and it's it's for yeah. all three phases. Yeah, there's like a encyclopedia, yeah, which would right? be so yeah, weird. yeah. But it's so nice to know, yeah, because they've done. It's so nice yeah. to know that we're gonna have a complete thing uh, at some point, and then maybe Me they too. can start yeah. um, really categorizing, and we can see all these characters. I, it makes yeah. it so much easier to read, honestly. As far as troopers go, I would love a like. Uh, I would love a trooper that's like a death trooper or that like you can take the helmet off and see all the cybernetics Ooh. that are kind of like infused mm. with the human. Like yeah, I, yeah. I think that's missing from star Wars. And I'd love to see more of that as those kind of like spec ops. Yeah. I collect a lot of the like troopers mainly for the Macquarie sort of designs. Cause I love this, mm-hmm. the designs that they pull with the That'd be wild. Face if their mask. face is like, like they don't have mouths. They just have like speakers, like where their mouths are. Like they're totally yeah, just well, we get a lot of imagery face. of that. Yeah. I think in a few books, and even like the Alphabet it, Squadron books, we hear yep. about like those prison camps where like oh, there right. are these rehabilitated like like cyborgs, basically yeah. like imperial cyborgs. Right. And stuff. I was like, well, we see like the decraniated yeah. people, right? And like, so here's the thing, um, I you know not to bash on the on the sequel trilogies, um, which we're not, but like one thing that is I think really really missing is body. Yeah, there's not enough. There's a lot of body yeah, horror in the original trilogy that we forget about. Luke losing his hand and that scene of like watching his cybernaut, his like fake hand getting yeah. like tested in Empire Strikes Back is to me is like scarring yeah. as a child. Still remembering seeing that and like seeing like his like it's like from the Terminator. It's the same scene from yeah. the Terminator yeah. almost like watching his like hands and servos and like losing arms and losing hands yeah. and like stuff. So yeah, yeah. more more body the Dianoga sequence is like kind of horrifying and like constricting yes. tendrils around your limbs and Luke shaking drowned. Yeah. Cool, yeah. man. That was a great one, Adam. Um, all right. Uh, this is, I guess, going to be a quick one. Uh, Grant, if you could write slash direct one of the upcoming three films, which one would it be? Oh, wow. Ooh. That's a, that's a little bit of a pretentious question to answer. Um, okay. I mean, I'm asking uh, you, you just got to answer it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's fine. yeah. Uh, you're not offering us up information. You've just been told yeah, this is the question you must answer. Of of the three films. What's the other? Th- what's the third film? Uh, the the Mandoverse film. Oh, Mandoverse. Oh, no, Jedi I, yeah, no and way New I Jedi Order. That's like Dave Filoni's hallowed like territory. I cannot. Yeah. Um, uh, I I would I, I'd be comfortable doing the dawn of the jedi like the future with ray i think we've pitched it like several times on here the sort of like what you mean the new jedi order with the, the ray? sequel oh yeah, yeah sorry the new jedi order with ray yeah, yeah i would i would love that because i think there's i think you can basically like salvage like all that people were critical about with the sequel trilogy i think there's a way to sort of just completely reverse that tide and make something incredible with like uh, a news story with Ray and Finn. I think there's something there's something really fun. Yeah. And you don't have to use those yeah. those characters don't you know have to be at the center of that story either. They're they're right. they're just now I would say they're they're now the generals of the last war, right? So you have to understand that territory. But what's Ray doing? Like I think there's ways to introduce the dark side. Like I have a way that I in some of the role playing like a role playing campaign I've written like that. I have a way a dark side can come back that's like compelling and organic. Like, and I feel like that's extremely hard to do. Like bringing the dark side back into play is extremely hard to do because I I actually never understood the marketing initiative of like the sequel trilogy to be like, oh no, there's no Sith. And I was like, I, I I thought that was just like a perplexing approach. I was like, this is 
bizarre that this is your approach. This is like insane that that's your approach. I, it didn't even make sense to me. It didn't like compete. Technically, was there like, was a Sith. At so the there's no Sith. <laughs> and like, and everyone was so adamant about being like, oh, no, I don't want any Sith. And like, no, 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 no Sith. Like, there's no Sith in this. Like, hey, Kylo's on a Sith. Snoke's on a Sith. No one's a Sith. There's no Sith here. No one's yeah. a Sith. And I was like, okay, yep. the, the, the films end with the Sith. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, still wild to me it's that we didn't insane. get a Darth, Kyle, like, Darth name for Kylo the in episode nine. That all of this ills from. Yeah. It's like what is, right. especially like, with what is... Kylo's fascination with Darth Vader. It's like, wouldn't at some point he'd be like, you know, especially since his mask was shattered and all that, be like reform himself as like Darth Ren or like. He would just name. He's so egotistical. He would yeah. name himself a Darth. Yeah, like, right. Like that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Or Darth. The title of Darth is just non-existent in. Or apparently be knighted as a it's, Darth by um, Sidious or something. If yeah. that was the second film, right. if the second film I mean, ended in a knighting of a Darth, I would be like, this is the greatest trilogy of all time. Yeah. Or, I mean, it could have ended even if like episode nine opened with it. Yeah, like, because here's the thing. Yeah, it's like an em like, emperor, almost Sidious, like christening of an emperor yeah. or something. I mean, let's be honest. In the prequel trilogy, Sidious was throwing out the Darth right, yeah. title. Like oh, he had no he problem. Like, you're a Darth. 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 You're Left and right. Darth you're Darth. Vader you're Darth. Darth. You're Darth. Like, I now knight you Darth Vader too. That that could be Kylo's name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vader. Darth Vader. Darth Vaderist. Darth. Wait. What's Darth what's John, uh, German for son <laughs> instead of father? It's yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Darth Hader. Darth Hader. Yeah. <laughs> what's German for what's Jeffrey, Darth what's, Emo? What's, what's it for nephew? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Darth Vader's in our Discord still. We can't get him out. I've tried kicking. <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, all right. That, nice. We're talking about... Sorry. I was like... Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah I, that was, it would be a dark, Darth Nephi. Darth yeah, Nephi doesn't really have the same... <laughs> Nepo baby. It's a uh, German, German for nephew. German <laughs> yeah. for nephew. Those are quite yeah. Nepo no, for babies nephew. live long enough. Darth Nepo. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Nepo. Yeah. Darth Nepo. Oh, uh, that's great. God, that would be funny. Okay. Actually, that's for. for we're right, going now... to come back to this. We need to come up with a Darth name for Kylo Ren. Uh, okay. Uh, I think we oh, tried it that way back when, but I, I, think right, I don't know what we came up with. So Chronicles like running bit like at the end of every. Yeah. yeah. All right. If Jason and Jason yeah. or Brian or if anyone listening has got a good Darth uh, name for Kylo, please um, email us. Our email will be active for another four days. So hurry up. Darth Severus. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, email us at uh, Cantina Chronicles at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. We're all having a good time. Now I'm going to bring it down with the Sophie right. Choice round. <laughs> uh, so you have to remove. One character from the main films, films, all 11, from Star Wars canon permanently. Okay. Which would it be and wow. why? All right. But do they have to have a speaking role in like some time? I could just take like, you know, I could take like. A you very can, I, you can, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you want to like, if you want to just take the easy way out, my friend, you're welcome to take an easy way out. It's up to you. It's, or you can take a Poe Dameron out of the sequel films. Oh, damn. Are you out of the sequence? Oh, damn Damn All of it's out. <laughs> yeah. It's all gone. And in there is yeah. injected a ton of Finn and Rey development. Like, it rivals the Kylo and Rey development. Yeah. That's... So I'll grant you, you could give him... I'll grant you, as the person who's making up this whole thing, 
I'll allow it that you can give him his original ending. That he's in it for like a little bit and then gets eaten by the sand yeah. and dies. Yeah, I'll do the TFA original script or whatever that was. Yeah, yeah I'll leave that right. script. The- I'll, I'll I'll let you do that. There you go. All right. I like it. And there's some fine tuning after that. There's a lot of fine tuning yeah. after that. And Holdo still like is there and all that stuff. And um, yeah. you can do that a different way, I think. The films kind of stay the way they are the second that I take the person out of it would it would change. I mean, we don't we don't have four hours, yeah. so you don't necessarily have to trail it exactly. But like you know, who would you do it? And That's why? a tough choice. If there's I, anything no, that pops in your head, it's real Oscar tough. Isaac's just too incredible. I, I don't know if I could take. Oh, wow. It's I not Oscar it. Isaac. Too many I listeners mean, just like cringed and basically. It's not Oscar Isaac. Here's your thing. Take about his Poe. Even Oscar Isaac is shedding a tear right now. I feel terrible. This what? is awful. But but but, but no, the but, first movie. But, I get the TFA Grant. though. I get the whole like he's an ace in in the first the first yeah. Force Awakens. But hold on, Grant. There's a whole future of Star Wars that now he can act in, playing a different character. He comes back in the movies right? as like a new alien character. Yeah, yeah. He could be someone else. <laughs> oh, Moshe he's Mandarin. an incredible actor. Yeah. Oh my uh, gosh. I just think one. um I just think it was a a misfire in terms of focus to to have so much Poe. I was like, uh, isn't he just the ace? Like, and then he was yeah. almost like a, he became a spice runner at some point. I was like, what? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. We have to like always like tarnish the reputation of our heroes, muddy them up a little bit, be like, oh, he has yeah. a dangerous past. I was like. Yeah, he's I don't care. Baby. It's just so little, so late. Like I just don't care. I know. Yeah. So, spice running is way yeah. more interesting when you're spice running. That is interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know what's not interesting? Yeah. Talk not just. So, by the way, this I happened. It's too interesting yeah. to show you. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell me that. I don't care. I'm like the Zori Bliss stuff was great, but I don't know. Just not enough. It was so brief. Like I it just. It's almost like yeah. I would have just injected more Finn, and like I would have injected more. Like it just. I don't know. I just there's a, a whole other part of the sequels I think could have been highlighted if you just kind of let the flyboy be the flyboy in like the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I've got another one. I'm for dying you. to know what you guys would your answer for that. By the way, I'm dying to know. And if you guys are going to be as I, I, I didn't. I didn't give it. I didn't give it any thought. Yeah, I, I hope it's a fake character. There's so many of these. I'm like, I'm glad part. I don't have to answer them. <laughs> that, I mean, you oh. might. I, I, I have not necessarily created. Oh, wait, uh, wait for it, Ben. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, okay. I got one more for you. Uh, okay. You have a great, you have a new Star Wars film that you are pitching to Lucasfilm. Another Star Wars film. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but this is a new one. Um, what genre will you reference to pitch the film? So it's like, you got to pitch it. It's an elevator pitch. Yeah. And so you're going to be like, it's going to be like, you know, Akira Kurosawa in space. Obviously, you can't do that because it's been out of um, thousand. I would do like a two thousand one type, like Ooh. Disney Plus series where it's like, a, um, I told you, it's like the Imperial scouts that found Exegol, basically, like something where like they find the the the, the epicenter of the darkness, and as like a Disney Plus series or something like. And then you would do, and it would be like a uh, a Lost in Space. It would be like a. Um, you said 2001, space, Kubrick, Odyssey, yeah. Interstellar. It'd be like yeah, Interstellar. Yeah. yeah, it would be like, yeah, it's a lot like Interstellar. Like outward, outbound flight kind of feel, which I think Ahsoka might go for, honestly. If we're going to the far reaches, there might be, mm-hmm. you know, there might be like the whole Jedi Starfighter has to go into the little hyperspace wow. ring and use it. Will Ahsoka yeah. be outbound flight? Is that the answer? Uh, it might be related to it. I have a theory now that it's going to be kind of a prequel to Air of the Empire, yeah. the novel. 
the Ahsoka series. That might, that's what, that might bleed into. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that might. Yeah. So they might touch with some of that. That might stuff. bleed into Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know, but um, I just, I think it just hasn't been. I, well, again, we're getting um skeleton crew, which sounds like a ship, a, a vessel of some kind, like right. a crude vessel. So yeah. that's that could yep. be exactly what I'm talking about. So forget that. Um, no, I would go back to the the staple of sort of like. Um, I, I would like to do more Kurosawa Star Wars that deals with like martial Jedi again, like Jedi who actually ignite their sabers and actually, you know, are guardians of peace and justice in the galaxy by taking action and yeah, making the hard choice and so oftentimes, you know, having to enforce the galactic laws and principles that are decent, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so I would mm-hmm. love to explore that. And I'd also love to, I'm trying to think, um, uh, like, uh, something more like, I'm trying to think a good betrayal film that I, I love. Um, uh, I'm trying to think, um, something like the conversation or the French connection where it's just like, it's mm. just like, or, or Tinker Taylor soldier spy within the Jedi almost like something where in like yes. one Jedi is a bad actor and it's like, who is that bad actor? You know what I mean? Like that is yeah. so cool to me. Like, and I, that's again, I've pitched my script on this podcast many times, but it's like, it's a lot about yeah. a sort of like one against the many, um, uh, mm-hmm. a sort of zealot, but, um, idealist. But we haven't seen that, I, right? Like that is new yeah. for star Wars. I'd love to see that. Almost yeah. like bordering on f- like a fascistic Jedi and, and sort of why are they that way? Maybe they yep. are. Maybe they've been fighting the darkness for so long that it's sort of contorted them. And you know what I mean? Like, and I, I, seeps yeah, into yeah, them, into yeah. them in a way. Yeah. And it's, and and sort of like, yeah. but and then their mission is just all the more sort of like, um, I would say, uh, dogmatic. It's like I, 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 they're only focused on that singular goal. Yeah. Like, I would love to see a Jedi like that. a Jedi that's sort of been a nice fall story that we haven't really gotten before. I would love it. Hmm. Again, that that that's almost like an old, that's almost like a martial arts epic too, though. It's almost like that's almost mm. like Crouching Tiger, where it's like one character. There's there's almost like a, a descent, and um, and there's even like a character from the past that is, has sort of also fallen. And like I like that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. that's great, man. Awesome. You got one more for him, Adam? Uh, yes. Okay. So similar, uh, uh, making hard choices yeah. here. Um, you have to recast one of the main actors in any of the Star Wars movies. Who do you recast? I love recast this. I've always who? wanted to do a Star yeah. Wars recast podcast, and I've always wanted yeah. to do a Star Wars language, language of Star Wars podcast. Um, who do I recast? Um, let me think here. Um, who would be a great fit in Star Wars? Um, and I can do any any of the films at any time period. Yeah, okay. any of the films at any time period. It's yep. a little tough because there's yep. so many fun actors you could throw Lots in there. Lots um, And there, but everyone's so good in Star Wars. Like, what do you do? Um, I know. This is why it's considered the Sophie Choice round. <laughs> uh, no shade on who you recast, right? No shade. Yeah, this is tough because yeah, no judgment here. Um, 
This is a nope. really hard question because I'm, I'm basically taking away another. <laughs> I'm, again, I'm destroying another actor's career here. This is awful. I, I feel terrible. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's all theoretical. It might be more about. Yeah. Think of it this way: it's more about who you'd like yeah. to see their version of that character, which has nothing to say yeah, about yeah, the yeah. version of the character that was presented on film. That you'd be fascinated to see what they would do with that role. Think of it that way. Yeah, I would. Hmm. Um, this is really hard. I mean, uh, this is very, <laughs> very difficult. Um, Sorry. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Matt Smith as Palpatine in The Rise of Skywalker and sort of taking out Ian McDermott and, and sort of just for the, just for yeah. the sequels. And I'm sticking with yeah, the Matt yeah, Smith yeah. rumors, the idea of a young Palpatine, maybe yeah. like that would have been so cool to me. I yeah. was like, Oh, what a different, I, you know, what a nice juxtaposition. It's like, it's not the old emperor anymore. He's found the wellspring of rejuvenation, like whatever this immortality he's chasing, like, you know, like more yeah. built into the lore that George is establishing. But, if you've ever seen Matt Smith yeah, in the crown, like, that that's <laughs> that's who we should have gotten for Palpatine. No, but I've seen yeah, him in House of the Dragon. I'm like, this is great. This is yeah, he's great just so yeah. And everything he's done has been amazing. So good in that. I mean, he's also good if you if you like. I watch all the Doctor Who's, and he is the most like un not unhinged, but the the of the Doctors. You're just like, is he just gonna let everyone die? And maybe he will. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just seems the most possibly malicious. Yeah, yeah. That was a tough question. I don't. It's tough. You're welcome. Because, like, what do you do? I do know about casting rumors and who's been, but, like, I would never put Kurt Russell yeah. in for, you know, Harrison Ford. Like, Harrison Ford is incredible. Like, I would never touch that. Right. You know, like, what do you... But, no, no. It's hard. It's so hard. It's so hard, especially with the original cast. Well, it is so crazy to so put, like, modern people go... back. If you could that, that... Yeah. Be... Which I, I would allow it, because um, why not, yeah, you know? know. I'm not... We could break the timeline. Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, I mean, by the way, that's all we're entering into anyway in the future is AI will just allow us to make any movie we want with any person in it. So yeah. enjoy that. Um, be like, hey, make me Star Wars with cool. Kurt Russell. And then they'll do it. And then that's the end of everything. Um, well, I feel good. All right, yeah, I think, okay. Ben. Who, uh, anyone have any questions? For me? I think it's... Uh, yeah, do you want... Uh, I'll, I'll start, Grant, sure, if you're right. Because I'm just going to turn the first question around on Ben, basically, because I had it as well. But basically, you know... Uh, I, I'm not going to put as eloquently as you, but kind of like your first, you know, seminal memory of watching Star Wars and when it kind of first oh, yeah, ingrained. In I feel you. like I've told this story before, but um, I, my, I was, my cousin is, um, I have three female cousins that they grew up like two houses down from me. And one was, uh, the middle one uh, was about 10 years older than me. She babysat me a lot, Ellen. Um, and uh, she just like had no fear and was like, I'm going to throw a new hope on for you. And I, I remember I was on my, on the like carpet. I was four. Um, and I just remember the, you know, X-Wings and TIE Fighters and was just like, and I, I mean, I was like three feet from the TV screen, the cathode ray tube screen. Um, and was just like, I was just like, put it in my veins. Like I want, this is my whole deal now. <laughs> And, uh, and I think I just it. keep seeing Luke on the the board, the diving board. Do you guys? Yeah. Does that? Do you? Do you, yeah. see, do you see? Do you were like? Is that image stick in your mind when you were sitting in front of the TV, Ben? I mean, that was so I mean, when, yeah. at that point. Um, uh, Return hadn't come out yet, 
Um, oh, but yeah. I did see yeah. Return. So I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater at like. So I was. I'm so but jealous. I was, yeah. I mean, that was '82, right? So I was yeah, four yeah. then. Uh, so yeah. I might have been four. three yeah. watching A New Hope on the carpet. And so it was like obviously too young to really get the whole thing, but that like made it better because each year that I got older and watched it, I got more things and I got more things and I got more things. Cool. And um and you know, it it just was like part of the fabric of um my childhood yeah. and, and just was like a you know, it, you know, and, and I didn't watch it like too too many times. And then, you know, um, I remember I had a, I used to, some kids I played with, they had like some weird technology and they were able to do a super cut of all the starfighter scenes and put like, um, welcome Ooh. to the danger zone, like made a music video out of it. <laughs> nice. And I was like, this is wild. Oh, yeah. wow. I don't know. Things were in the eighties. Yeah. Like, or, so it was, uh, it was crazy. So, but I definitely yeah. remember, I mean, very, I, I still, I still have very distinct memories of standing in line for return of the Jedi. Um, and, and then watching it with my yeah, dad there that's amazing. and, uh, and watching it there. So, but uh, yeah, again, yeah. I was four for return. So I must've been three, I guess, like watching a new hope. Yeah. Well, as, as I'll tell you this proud Papa story for a second, cause I have a three-year-old of my own and we've been doing potty training. So, uh, it's a lot of like trying to distract. So we did a lot more screen time yeah. than we normally did this weekend. And, uh, she wanted to watch star Wars. So I started to get the young Jedi adventures yes. uh, series up to be like, let's watch that. And she's, I started to play it and she goes, no, I want the one with the big people. <laughs> yeah. So she wanted to watch a new hope. So that child has only been live action has only been fed a new hope wow. with some, some editing, but not a ton. So we watched, uh, we watched about like 15 minutes of, uh, nice. Tatooine. <laughs> we watched, we watched, Proceed we watched uncle Owen buy bad. droids and she was <laughs> fascinated. She was, yeah. Riveted. There's something. I mean, it's riveted. just like, so like there's something what, about like, it, right? Yeah. It's just like crack for kids. When you yeah. see Peter Cushing in front of Vader, yeah, like mm-hmm. what? Yeah, like that's what's happening on the TV. I, know, I watched yeah. A New Hope like two yeah. weeks ago, and I still found like five more things that I hadn't noticed. <laughs> like in the thousand times I've watched that movie, it's wild. Know? Yeah, no. Did you ever watch yeah. The Last Jedi after watching A New Hope, and you see how like polished everything is? But in A New Hope, everything is so smudged with so fingerprints. Dirty. Like yeah. C-3PO yeah. is just covered in fingerprints. Yeah. And so is Vader. Mm-hmm. They're just covered in smudges. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah. This is incredible. Like this is, yeah. I can't believe we let this like fly. And like now it's just so, you know, slick. Well, some of that, and some I, of that I, information I, came out. I mean, he had a really tough time in Pinewood and was like, you know, barely escaped Pinewood by the skin of his teeth getting all those shots done. And um, yeah, so yep. it was like I'm sure he yeah. like got real slapdash out there trying to get people to buy in. Oh, yeah, like just yeah. Shoot, so much shoot, money. shoot, yeah, so much just time. do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to, yeah. I know the James Mangold film better be real, yeah, real grimy. grimy. Really, that's the yeah. approach. <clears throat> that's what I want. Grimy, grimy. When we go back to like Nice of the Republic, it's like almost more futuristic. Yeah. <laughs> like the Sith right. are looking I mean, pretty. Sure, I can do that to you. But this is like original. They're discovering what the force is, so I feel like they're fairly. Yeah, I kind of like the simplicity of like the Ricotta Prime. Remember that planet, Ricotta Prime, and like how I don't know. It's just the tech was the architecture was kind of simple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could, I could dig on that. Ricotta Prime. Let's see that in the Dawn of the Jedi films. Mm, Now I want Italian food. you got a question for Ben? If you could have one prop, mm. I could one prop, one authentic, authentic prop, prop. authentic prop, man, from all films, what would it be? 
So I've started collecting light it, models of ships too. Any anything oh. you want. Anything. Model like the original model. Oh, like anything. The OG model. Those models are so amazing. They're probably like hundreds of thousands. No. You know what? I'm gonna just gonna I like I just yeah. couldn't as much as like I'd love a super star destroyer in like my living room. Um or like right behind <laughs> me right now forever. I think yeah. I want the a red Imperial Guard helmet. I want oh, that's yeah. what I want. That oh, you're sleep oh, oh, thing. Oh, 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 yeah. I almost got offended. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, what did no, you no. think I was saying? I thought you meant like, oh, no, the Praetorian. Praetorian. No. He, he the Praetorian the Praetorians. No. Wait, are we talking Mando Praetorians? <laughs> no. No, no. Red Imperial Guard. Red yeah, Imperial okay. Guard, like the yeah. original one. Really? I don't know why. There's something bewitching about those helmets to me. I, I'm i with Ben on this one. I, I, I don't know if it's about like when we experienced it, but I still remember like watching Return of the Jedi and seeing those and be like, what are those That's one of the many now? helmets I do not have yeah. in terms of my collection. That, of battle That's the White helmets. Whale, I think. Like as far as like helmets go, and they even talked about it in Bloodlines. It was like a meta thing. It was like I think he gets one, right? Um, in the beginning, don't worry. Dark Horse comics in the '90s were all about yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Imperial Guard for a yeah. while. They're such a That's, they're so cool, and they only really use them in like modern canon. It was in Bloodlines, and then um, they played a big role in whoa, uh, something Lords of the Sith, the second book that came out in new canon. Um, and the they oh so right Vader and yeah. uh, and and Palpatine had, were flanked by such a weird book. Anyways, that's because it's like yeah. I would yeah, say like a Graflex, that. like the OG saber, but you can just buy those. <laughs> like you got five hundred oh, yeah, bucks, yeah. you right. can get like an exact reproduction of that. But the helmet, the helmet, yeah, like you can't really, you can't get the yeah. helmet. Uh, yeah, not so good. good. Good prop. Wow, I didn't, I didn't think that for you. I thought DL forty four. I was like no. DL forty four. DL forty four is this. I, I love that. I love that That's a pretty good one, man. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I just thought that I just yeah. pegged it, pegged you as that. That's interesting. <laughs> or I guess the I guess the Skywalker uh, saber too. I mean, that's yeah, the OG Graflex saber is amazing. OG. But I mean, I've got one behind me right now, and it still that's it still true. gives You're me got a, it. <laughs> it's pretty much yeah. What it it is. still yeah. gives me the chills yeah. just like yeah. holding it. I'm like, this is so cool. It's crazy. Yeah, and it has it's amazing. It's so good. About that. Yeah. All right. It still works. All right. Uh, so I have I have a couple of uh, two questions that will kind of be similar or related, but uh, related to your uh, professional and personal interests. So as an as as a person who loves audio, uh, what is your like favorite sound oh, what a in good Star Wars? Man, I, the first thing that pops into my head are the roar of the twin ion engines in a TIE fighter. Mm. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Scream that is just so like, yeah. pure. I don't know. Yeah. It's like nothing else. Yeah, it's like so good. Because like even it's in like, so it just, it's instant like visceral reaction to it. And we've been getting it a lot yeah. in like the live action series. We got it in, um, well, uh, Mandalorian. So like in Atmo, you yep. know, they had that like reverse thing with um, Migs Mayfield and like the yeah. ties are saving you and you're like, yeah, That's... like you hear the roar of the engines and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to save us. And then, yeah. you know, and then in Andor when they're like <laughs> off in the distance and you're just like, oh, I know that sound. And I, I don't know. I, I Just doing a flyby. Yeah. It was so effective. I was like, wow. I, okay. Yeah, I, I adore all the sound. 
Ben Burt will always be the top of the of yeah. the mountain um, as far as like sound designers go because it's layers and layers and it's so. I mean, nothing was off the table. Like even it's, today, like it was like I was listening to Rebels and like there was a growl from a loath wolf, and I was just like, oh man, they did like this weird thing with <laughs> bubbles and like water on yeah. the growl to make the growl more like visceral and like it i was like oh that yeah i mean it, it's ben burt started a legacy of amazing amazing sound design that I, proliferates all of like sound yeah ever. but yeah i mean obviously just like i mean lights the lightsaber sound effect is like really has to be the best one but <laughs> like i don't you know i don't know i got i can't pick the best one yeah. right yeah, go with your first gut like yeah it's yeah. it's impossible the, this I know. podcast impossible ends choice. with like yeah. the last sound you'll hear from actually this will be the last time episode 300 it'll be the roar of of um actually darth vader's tie flipping off into space mm-hmm. Remember, i love the force it will be with you always then it's like, <laughs> like i love that yeah. that speeder bike nice. from return of the jedi was pretty effective on me like yes that, that's a good one that really hit yeah for me yeah, yeah. that's a good yeah. one it's like, it's so good. like oh yeah <laughs> yeah and then the like the yeah. like no when it like the trees. yeah yeah it's like, yeah. It happens in Attack yeah. of the Clones too. Attack of the Clones, I think, uses the same sample. It does, but yeah. I think, I think, but I think those are I, Grant. Like that, that idea. I never really thought about that before. But like that scene, when you kind of rewatch the the Endor scene, it, it, it you can see the you can see the green screen, or you can kind of see it, kind of whatever. Yeah. But the sound it's, design, it's just it makes it feel like so fast and so yeah. scary and dangerous. Like it's just I again, I'm not saying anything new, but the the sheer luck that you got like John Williams, Ben Burt and George Lucas all together. Like it's like, how does that happen? Like that's amazing elements. So quickly, if you missed one of those three things, star Wars would be in all the things we're talking about, I think are established in a new hope. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) a lot of what we're talking about, like these, these crazy sounds like a tie fighter, like all that stuff's in a new hope. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Cool. What do you got for me, Grant? Okay. Um, you are conscripted into the Empire. <laughs> what trooper, what armor would you like? <laughs> what trooper would, What trooper uh, guard would you sign up for? I mean, what I sign up if for? Or to, what, what am I shooting towards? I guess location. Okay, all right. So, like, what, what, what uh, yeah. thing? Or you want to be stationed. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, shore trooper, just put me there on the beach in my like Scared. my loose khakis, uh, my sweet helmet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and my, right. my things. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's not bad. You know, and my shore leave. I'm gonna be just getting you know sun and um, jupa slingers yeah. and just like uh, yeah. I think I mean the the shore trooper armor is pretty amazing. It's pretty great, and it's like you know tropical, so you kind of feel like you're on vacation. How often do you think that's going to be? You know, apart from like once in a while, you're like the you Death Star is like, definitely not going to shoot our planet anytime. I know that'd be ridiculous. No, right? Yeah, I'm safe here. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But I mean, yeah, there's other places you yeah. can wear the shore trooper armor. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're on Scarif, you wouldn't want to be one of the many like scout troop, like immortal scout troopers in Jedi Survivor. <laughs> Rick, the ten- technician. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, a, that's, a, great that's a pretty. Short Troopers, yeah. I I think like Rogue One 
spent the appropriate amount of time designing new things to enter into canon. It the U wing so is amazing. Visually yeah. distinct. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Tank troopers it. are amazing. Yeah. The like, and then the short troopers and yeah. Right. Short troopers. Death. Death, death troopers, troopers too. Right. Yeah. That was the first. Death Troopers, yeah. yeah, as we talked about earlier. Like, it's just that that yeah. movie is kind of amazing. Fits in the timeline. Before that movie, I think, yeah. um, I think, you know, like Scout Troopers were the ones. Also, I mean, again, another one of that I've mentioned a bunch is the uh, TIE, Piter, TIE Fighter Pilot outfits from the sequel trilogy are next level. You don't spend much, you don't see them much, but I saw mm. them at a costume exhibition and in person they're just, they'll just melt your face. Mm. They're so cool. Yeah, I do like those costumes yeah but the thing is i would never want to pilot a tie ever it's like you have like instant instant Mm. death you have no shields no hyperdrive and no peripheral shields it's like no 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 i'm not yep no they in in a lot of the games like in also in um i can't remember what that game that came out for ps4 is called uh squadrons thank you yeah but also in the earlier versions of that like the tie fighter advanced and all Mm. the other stuff for like the computers like Every time I have a TIE fighter mission, I'm yeah. like, oh, man. Like, you can't see anything. Yeah. You're going to die immediately. You're fast, you're which not is great, fast. but you're just, like, yeah. no shields, no nothing, no. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Instant yeah, death, like you that's, said. Yeah, that's yeah. atrocity. Yeah. All right, Adam, what'd you got? All right. So we talked about sound before. Oh, you're right. also a musician. Mm. talked quite a bit. We've done our own, we've done our own musical episodes oh. before. What – if you could pick a single scene in Star Wars to score oh. yourself – what scene would it Ooh, be and why? That's and a great question. You know, any way you want to answer this, what would you do that. with it? But what what are you thinking? Really what scene? good question. And of course, it's like, it's like become cliche to just like heap honors and kindness on John Williams. <laughs> but like, it's all true. Well, all of it. Like he's an amazing human being and his like mark on film. Yes. Yeah. Star Wars is, I mean, it's, it's as uh, the music is, I would say 50% of the films, at least for me. Um, yeah. you know, and then everything yeah. else on top of it, acting, all that, like it's, you just can't do it. So I, the hubris involved with sort of like rewriting a, <laughs> a scene, but as far as like, all right, a scene that I love so much that I'd love to compose to it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Not that you think you can do better, but that you just would love to just, you know, yeah, blanks I, w- and giggles. I would say, and again, like Nick, uh, what, what's his name? I would say Nick Natali, but that's a guy I work with. Um, What's uh? Well, who's the the guy that does the score for uh, Andor? So, the, yeah, oh, Christian, I can't think of his name. Into, oh, uh, Nick Bertel. No, Andor. Nick, Nick Bertel. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah and I mean, it. yeah, and I know like Bertel gets a credit, but I know that um, um, what's his name? The direct, the writer also is a musician and scores films as well. But I, I would probably want it to be. I'd want it to be. Oh, okay. No, I've got it. I got it. I got it. The I would like <laughs> to do the music for uh, the ship on um, the party barge on Solo. Uh, so it's what's his oh, oh what's cool his yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, so that music I was like that's a choice um and I love it that's a choice it's like weird lounge music I hold my t- hold my fuzzy t- yeah I have so I have a, no. a solo electronic music project called River Ghost it's spelled in a way that you'll never find it but it is on um. <laughs> Yeah, it's our worth searching out. Try find it. It's great. R G H X S T. Good luck. Um, and uh, but it, it's on there. But I think I've always sort of, I, 
I'm always telling myself my next album's just going to be like music that you could like instantly drop into Star Wars. Like I never want to sort of know what this yeah. what the instruments are. It's going to be all like sort of party and fun and all that. So um, that's the kind of music I like to make, I love it. and um, that's what I'd want to do. So like a, a party scene, I, you know, in a what's that, what's his yeah. name? What's the the character's name in Dryden, Dryden Voss. Voss? So Dryden Voss, Voss. Is a yacht pleasure yacht. Uh, yeah, yeah. See. That's what I love about this exercise because I never would have thought that. But the second you're I'm like, that is yeah. the perfect answer. Like that is that is so you, and you would totally yeah. do an awesome job. And I know you don't want want me to say this, but yes, it would be better than what was in that it's film. It's a choice. It's just like it's a do. It's a choice. I mean, like yeah, a brain a and a, like in like a fishbowl. I mean, I love and the then visual. Like, and some woman. Yeah, the visual is great, was... but yeah, maybe they took the visual a little too literally. Dude, when I, they were no, but music. I like. I think like I think that was tone perfect. You know, like that's what I want to see. Yeah. Is, yeah, honest, yeah. Honestly, okay. This is, you know, I, I my least favorite John Williams stuff is uh, the Cantina theme. Sorry, I know it's iconic and it's great, and it worked in the Cantina. Oh, but yeah. then George took it too literally, and I think asked for it. And then the like, so the the Return of the Jedi remaster, like blues song, like mm-hmm. I don't want it to sound. Oh like man, it was pulled. Yeah, Jedi, Jedi rocks. You know, like yeah, it's, yeah. it is. That's a, like, oh, I feel like boy. I want yeah, the music yeah. to emulate a foreign world. You know, and I mean, Cantina theme obviously yeah, yeah, iconic yeah. and it's perfect, but it's like you get one, you get one, and that was it. And it was yep. like, yep. yeah, and that's like yeah. close enough that you can kind of say it's in the universe. But man, that that Jedi rocks is that's a tough yeah because it's to just swallow. like it doesn't sound like synthetic inf- instruments or distant instruments no, and, at all but I, and i think you could say like the a, cantina theme yeah. it does they do enough little things where it doesn't just sound like a clarinet jazz band sort of thing no yeah they're they're or clearly jizz whaling, whaling. <laughs> i just every time you say the name the word jizz whaling, i puke in my mouth a little bit <laughs> i that's why i say it because i can't i'll never not say it oh god in my deathbed, that'll be the only thing left rattling around in my bed, in my head. That'll be my just final words. We jizz wailing. I feel like uh, I can't believe, can't believe what he said. I can't write that down. You realize, Adam, he was always just jizz wailing. Yeah. Not me. Ben, I mean, Grant. I mean, uh, what am I saying? Um, yeah, anyway, it was not yeah. me. George created it. <laughs> All right. I got one for you here. Um, Let's go. I love these questions. You guys are great. Okay, um, back on to music because I just want to stick with Adam's theme here. Right. Now that you've answered these two questions so eloquently, um, you are put in charge of composing the music for either of the new films that have been announced for uh, Lucasfilm: Dawn of the Jedi or New Jedi Order. Uh, John Williams has has passed on doing the music for the films. What direction would you take the music and which film would you want to, to score? I think my knee jerk reaction is, uh, cause I've never thought of this, but I, I'm, I, this is so fun. Um, I would say Dawn of the Jedi and it would be <laughs> really like really slow, like, godspeed you black emperor like tone like uh atmospheric really really slow um down tempo sparse not atmospheric but just like 
tone tones you know like in okay. um the theme song for the joker in dark knight is really like one note mm, i mean mm-hmm. it does it it extends yeah. but it's just like, yeah it's just like what like sure. it'd be that it'd be like you get a layered note and that would be like it would just be so sparse and um and and but like very moody but like very sparse and very so far more experimental than we've we've ever experienced. Yeah, dude, you, I love experimenting. Yeah. Period. You know, I love pushing yeah. music to places where, you know, a word that I haven't heard before. It's just so exciting to me. And sometimes that means stripping everything away. It's just like, I, so what you're saying is super compelling to me, and it just instantly sort of um, gave me these imaginings of maybe what that might sound like, and I. I I got to say, I would love something that does start abstract, but it finds the force yeah. theme. Like, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, eventually, oh, yeah. there, like yeah, yeah. and it's about the basically the force coming together. Yep. Right. So it's like it's like it's just those dis- mm. disparate notes for a while. Right. I mean, for a movie, but it's but like then, yeah, you're end of that all first the way film is like throughout the movie. Right. And then it ends, the force. ends it all yeah. culminating together yeah. as the yeah. force theme. There we go. We just wrote it. Like, <laughs> yeah. just give us this movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Kevin Kiner really did an interesting job. I. I I, again, I'm in like the throes of Rebels right now. Um, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. We're, we all are. We're all. I'm just now getting back in. Adam's well steeped, and Ben is just. I'm, ben, yeah. Ben's almost done. Yeah. I'm exactly yeah, at the midpoint. I'm gonna yeah. jump off this and finish the last episode. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, and yeah. it was. It's good to listen to it because he had, he did a perfect job, because they were sort of like, it yeah, was like, but. It, he had the burden of sort of going first, you know, and then good Gorenson is like, I can do whatever I want and like did a brand new thing. It kind of sort of like he used, he, he made it like John Williams light. So it, it uses yeah. a lot of the same themes, but really, I mean, it loose, like yeah, very yeah. loosely. It's just like, instead of doing yeah. a five note, thing he did a three note thing and like it's it sounds like it it's reminiscent of john williams yeah but it's not it's not pulled from john williams. it's been re-recorded and re-performed and yeah. it's done in a little more so a little faster way probably to fit a 30 minute episode they're all 22 minute episode cartoon cartoon um so yeah stylized yeah. john williams's themes and i mean the artistry and technical like to do that i have no idea how you do it. like it's, mm. I, I'm not saying I could do it at all, but it, I didn't. It wasn't as compelling mm. to me. But he did a great job with that, and it, and it, and like when it it comes time for Binary Sunset, it hits like a hammer, and when it comes time for Imperial yeah. March, mm. it's like a hammer. And the, and they, you know, he elucidates all the feels of the original score in the right places to do the right things. But he he does them in this. It's like a very cart. He did like wrote music in a cartoony way, which is. A th- you know, interesting thing. Yeah. But yes. So it's like that would be the challenge, right? Like how to yeah. not copy John Williams, but like get the feel. I mean, Nick Bertel, like perfect, perfect. Like it's I don't know. You know, a lot of them. Yeah. Just Nick Bertel seems like that that fun new direction. Mando yeah. did it too to an extent, but I think in um, a very different way. I think especially in season yeah. one and two, Mando in particular, yeah, was was doing that. But yeah, but. But still, no, I, I I love that. Yeah, I was thinking about the. I was been rewatching Rebels, and I've been noticing the music as well because it's actually been standing out more than it did yeah. the first time I watched it. And I think it might have been how I was watching the first time. I'm like, oh, he's actually doing more than I gave him credit mm-hmm. for when I first watched it, and he's actually being very 
um, yeah. restrained. Mm. More restrained than I thought he was when I first watched it. Like he's not just doing; it's not always the star, the the the, the same theme over and over again. It's only when yeah. it's appropriate yeah. in the in the and episode, which I appreciate. Composition, yeah, here, um, that's doing yeah. very cool yeah. things. Yeah. Yep, um, a lot of the time, but it it does feel like it takes a backseat. I don't know. I mean, so this is the third time I've watched Rebels all the way through, and it's still sort of like the story and the action is so compelling. It's so fast. There's like there's yeah. not a lot of meat on that bird. Like going back through it, it's like seventy five episodes through four seasons, and well, I'm I'm jumping ahead here, but um, but uh, th- there's it's a lot of serious important action. They're on like essentially like a central set piece that would be a central set piece in Andor every episode, just like bang bang bang. There's like not yeah. a lot of filler I, episodes. Even the ones yeah. that are filler episodes end up having huge ramifications for the rest of the show. Yeah, I was literally thinking, like, if I want to come up with some episodes for Carly to watch as a primer for Ahsoka, I I found it really difficult because I'm like, oh, well, like, oh, he gets his lightsaber in this episode. Oh, and he learns this in episode. Like, like, you're right. Like, every episode, there's some takeaway that is a character moment. It's really impressive. We'll talk more about it when we do our discussion of it. But, like, I can't believe either that I'm – I just – so the end of season two is the Vader-Ahsoka confrontation. And I'm like, wait. There's still like that happens already. Like for some reason, in my mind that was the end of season three, and there's only one more season. So I'm like, oh, there's still like that's the halfway point of this entire season mm-hmm. series. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's so fast. It moves so fast. All right, that music's yeah. incredible in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. He, he does a great job. We, we've been blessed, but I, I do love the sort of original takes and yeah, and Bertel. It's like, um, and why can't I think of the 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 writer's name? Please say it before I die. The of Andor. Um, uh, uh, Tony Gilroy. Uh, Gilroy. Yeah, I think yeah, he has. Gilroy. He has. I mean, he yeah. cares about music, so he cares about the direction. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think yeah, that yeah. score. He's in a band, I think. Yeah, I think that score does all the things for Andor that anything John Williams has done for any of the other films. Like, it's like it's the air you breathe in that, like in the mood. It, it really started that the modern sort of like almost like postmodern. Yeah approach to star wars music and yeah. like i really love that like i almost like like as much as ludwig's score for mando uh feels like a modernization and and definitely is given that it's like it's using like hip-hop you know trap snares and, and it's got you know um, synthesizers mu- in- instruments sense. from all around yeah. the world yeah. Moog synthesizer it, it sounds incredible but it, it almost has like the western motifs happening yeah. within the music and it's like andor truly sounds like almost like breeding this new lifestyle of the galaxy yeah. basically it's almost start it's almost show it's almost like a lifestyle yeah. sound yeah it's so moody um, and so beautiful and yeah. um yeah it's gorgeous so cool anyone have anything else i've lost track of uh, what the numbers right, are yeah. uh, uh i got a couple left i think uh yeah so two questions kind of now we're moving on to kind of a bit of a production and storytelling. So I always think back to when Lucas is like, I wrote a hundred episodes of star Wars underworld. Right. Right. Remember, remember that. (laughs) So let's say theoretically you were given a hundred episode order of television. (laughs) Don't worry. This isn't going to be as complex as it sounds like it's starting out, but you have to write, basically you have to spend a hundred episodes in an era of Star Wars, which era do you think you'd want to spend that much time in and why? 
of like the new main eras of, of all the eras, right? I mean, there everything's on the table now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think this is where I flip because I, I think I'm most excited about the new Jedi Order. Um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, I, and uh, I think that would be it. It would be new Jedi Order stuff, like burgeoning forth into the future, um, with no sort of ending in sight we've talked a lot about you know different ideas for that and i'd really be interested in understanding how where the jedi what a jedi order looks like now like after twenty five thousand years of history like where do we go now right right um that that's what's most no who are the new what are the new threats what are the new political stakes um, how do we do things differently? Yeah. That's what that would be the most exciting for me. No, I love that, and that and that's what kind of I'm really excited about the the Ray movie or the the new movie. But it, it makes me a little nervous that we're getting right. a movie, right? And there's not like a guaranteed trilogy or a series. I'm like, but there's this is where this I know is where they, we need to be of, like, in Star needs Wars. To be super compelling and amazing, but they they kind of can't put too many eggs in that basket just in case it's not perfect, right? Because it's like. Then everything that right. comes after it has right. to honor it. And like, what if it's not perfect? Like, that is the that's going to be the hardest movie to make. It's really going to be hard. Yeah, yeah, it could be difficult. I mean, it's exciting, yeah. right. right? But like, right, what if it's what if it's too safe? And it's like, ugh, now we're stuck yep. with, you know, the emperor's like, two. Just another there fun was another movie. clone yeah, who's the like Ray's brother, and that's existed, and they're the new emperor, and it's like. You know, like, I don't know. What if they get penned in by some, like, too safe decision and now they have to deal with it? It's it's a bleak outlook going forward. I know. I know. It's really... That's the one I'm most nervous about for that reason, is that someone that's going to land. they got to stick yeah. the landing on it. Yeah. Yeah. I yep. Yeah. I, I, does that mean bringing Adam Driver back as a ghost of some kind? Does the dyad still play? It was built as this sort of... I think like that would be too safe. Years. I mean... But like, I mean, I don't know. Really? Yeah, maybe like, I wouldn't hate him communing with Ray, but I wouldn't like it. Like, who taught him how to do? I that? personally would, because I was like, I just didn't need any of that. Honestly, I just didn't. There's so much of that happening that I was like, I just don't understand. It's like so like. Obi Wan Kenobi had to study with his old master, who had figured this out on his own, how to commune after death, and then it's like, and then Yoda did it, but Yoda also went, you know talk to like some like he didn't he didn't go to mortis but well qui-gon also right, qui-gon talked, talked to, him, to right? him i think right as a, but then as like, a force Luke just knew yeah it. but i mean he talked to obi-wan so okay but like no one like so yeah but no one talked to kylo or to ben solo so it's like no and no one but talked apparently to, anakin yeah, no one knew how to, how to no do it to anakin but anakin knew how to do it yeah stop pulling at the threads right, i know like is it <laughs> You know what I mean? No, but I know. But no, like, but I know so what you it's mean. Like, and all like, of a sudden, I do. I do. Ben Solo yeah. can do this also. Yeah, but we know that he and Leia did become one with the Force, so they can come back, but we don't know why. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Unless Force oh, yeah. can these talk are the difficulties, the and then you're like, uh, it gets a little murky and weird. Yeah, I mean, they were all there at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Were they not aware of each other, or were they having like a side conversation know, while they're watching the party? Like, what's going on? <laughs> all right ben i have a two-parter all for right. you this is a, a big I one i love this uh i i'm gonna pose the same question i posed to adam to you which is um 
what is your favorite directed scene in Star Wars? Your your just your all time favorite scene, the the exchange of the characters and the acting and and basically who the director was of that film. And then you have never said a negative word about Star Wars. <laughs> or you rarely do. You rarely, rarely <laughs> I do. love this question. You I, I dare you to say one thing that just grinds your gears about Star Wars. One one scene, one moment. It's just so oh, your favorite moment question. and a moment that just you could walk out of the room for. You could, you could very appropriate. Bathroom break. Very no. appropriate. Um, all right. So I'll start with my favorite scene. This is, I'm swamped. I, I was thinking about this too. <laughs> Cause I was like, is it like something from return? Like I, I, I thought about that scene on the catwalk, leaving the ATAT and return of the Jedi. Yeah. I, yeah. The same one Adam highlighted. It very effective. Yeah. Scene. yeah it it's is, a bizarre yeah, scene for yeah. a villain and a hero to Inter- it, it's such yeah. an outlier too because like vader shows like cracks in his like in his armor yeah literally. oh yeah and like where's sure. heart truly lies and that's the moment yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think that's as a kid to jump in real quick to, to hijack your your answer <laughs> but i feel like the, i feel like part of me the reason why i was so okay is in return of the jedi is because of that scene because yeah. if you don't have that scene that the very end between vader and the emperor you're just like Oh, right. Luke's dead. Nothing like there's nothing sense. left in yeah. Vader, but you have that moment, so you can see you you have that unconscious knowledge that Vader is still yeah. reachable. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that is. was kind of yeah. yours. So I could probably do honorable no, honorable can, mention. You could have um, Would be right. Obi Wan in his own hut, talking to Luke about mm. the Clone Wars and uh, in a no, in a New Hope. I mean, I think just your father was the greatest starfighter in the galaxy and a good friend. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, because Sir Alec Guinness, you know, and it, yeah, just killing it. I was about to fight you guys in the pod the other day. I was like, you know what, you guys talk a lot about Obi Wan, but I'm like, I'm kind of like Alec Guinness only Obi Wan. That's like kind of where I sit, and like you guys are yeah. all Obi Wan, and I'm like, I, I I'm yeah. not even like animation Obi Wan. I'm not like I, I love you McGregor. I love prequel Obi Wan. I grew up on the stuff, but. Alec Guinness just brought that X fact that like I don't know that mysticism that it was yeah. it just I don't know awakened the entire thing. Yeah, the trajectory. Know, about you know? that. That, maybe that's yeah. what's so cool about the character is that like he wasn't always perfect. You know, I loved that new novel that they had. It was like Obi Wan's like adventure. I forget the name of it now. It was it was just called? He's like not. You know, like a, he's like making crate dragon noises and like mind tricking stormtroopers oh, yeah. in the new. And then you have yeah. Uh, yeah. the twin sons episode, which is season three, episode twenty, where you get him interfacing with Maul and um and Ezra. Wait, that happens right. in season three. <laughs> yeah. What happens in Don't season four? Jeez. Uh, a lot of Lothwolf. All right, happen and. <laughs> A lot of uh, right. Yeah, I th- they need to move the, our crew <laughs> over to Lothal because that's like one BBY. So, um, right. yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, Sorry. so that the twin sons, I mean, but the, because that's where he arrives. I mean, Obi Wan is amazing because like he's yeah. not perfect. He makes a ton of mistakes. He does all these sort of things, but he is kind of. I do love him younger, but like when he arrives as Obi Wan, this is like what Qui Gon always wanted to be. This is what ahsoka is probably going to be in the next series and like you know it's 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 gandalf yeah. sort of territory force user and it's like he should that his ethos should inform the new jedi order i think okay so you want me to say something negative <laughs> um you have to yeah i seed my final question yeah, you have to 
for this to be the final ben, question. I've never heard Ben say a negative word about Star yeah. Wars. I hope everyone's listening right now. There's like no Star Wars I don't like. I mean, oh, we cannot do Jedi Rocks, and we cannot I did do Jedi Rocks. Yeah, I let that. Cannot slip. dance we did. and we cannot. That's everyone's go-to. We, we can't. Do and I, I finally let that slip. I you already yeah. said it. You already said. It. Yeah, I got it. Okay, and what a controversial. Uh, I know, right? Yeah, I have to say, like the CG. I always defended the CGI upgrades on the original trilogy, <laughs> but like I, after yeah, watching New Hope, I was like, in the like the like approach oh, on Maz Eisley, I was like, on. oh, buddy. Um, but all right, so not yeah. that that doesn't count. I I will have to. I think, I'll, I'll I have to say the beginning of, um, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's it's. I'm listening. It's way too fast, and it's and it's oh, like man. and a, you don't. They didn't take the time to like sit right. in an environment and explore the space and understand yeah. a space and like yeah. flesh out what's going on in a given scene. It was just like yeah. dialogue move, dialogue move, dialogue move, and it's like I want it if it's Mustafar, show me the stupid temple. Uh-huh. Like have something happen there that's important. If, you know, they're stealing yeah. these things from an asteroid and a person, let's, like, I get a little bit more into that. What is hyperspace jumping? Like, yeah. what is are the ramifications? Like, I know that, like, the mystery and, like, don't worry about it, just go with us, it works. It, like, does work for Star Wars a lot. But mostly, I'll, I'll just stick with Mustafar if I have to pick one. And it's, like, if it's Mustafar, yeah. make it Mustafar and make it obvious and yeah. like show me the the like don't just put me in a forest uh, uh, I'm like you know a mid shot and like miss it because like uh, to me I want to be if I'm going to be in the galaxy and I love like losing my mind and being in a galaxy far far away I want to know where I am and what it's like there yeah i mean as three giant star wars fans who saw it twice on opening night together None of us even thought, yeah, hey, was that Mustafar? Like, we had to be told later. Here's the thing. I want someone to show me the work, show me the proof that it that was Mustafar. for a fan in, like me. As yes. written. Yeah. Because it wasn't. What? It was some random planet, and, and Doug Chan or someone else said, uh, you could probably just call that Mustafar. The grasslands we'll of Mustafar. Mustafar said no one ever? Like, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's it way too Mustafar. reliant on Palpatine. Like the beginning of that screenplay is like, mm-hmm. and then we get to Palpatine, and that's what's so cool. Minute three, yeah, Palpatine, isn't that awesome? No, Mustafar. If you do, Vader's Mustafar, castle would have been awesome. It's, so this is what I'm saying. So what yeah. you could do is this would just make it a vastly superior movie. Is if you basically just in that beginning sequence on Mustafar, you have Kylo Ren meet his grandfather. Ren yep. in the castle and it's like but then you show that voice mutate into the emperor when yeah. he gets to exit yeah. you know what I mean like it proves that he's been manipulated yeah. you get, you get, you get yeah. the you get it's the same exactly. thing you get your cake and you twist it yeah instead of somehow the Vader the emperor cameo. returned yep. yeah it would have been and you could have teased with Vader too and you could have held yep. the emperor back like there's yep. ways you could have marketed it differently it's there's things you could do that are just wild that's that's it I need a shower now that's it Oh yeah, well that don't that opening is pretty rushed. I, I agree entirely. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is really fast. <laughs> <laughs> like a real choice, a yeah. real choice. Or the no light choice. speed scale. Okay. Yeah, 
I think it was just bombastic. It was like, oh yeah, the duel of the yeah. fates didn't work. Light speed skipping. You know, it was like it feels like such a yeah. pitch room, like, look at us, we're the da- we'll dazzle you with the pros screen. I know. Like it's uh, yeah. I would have been a little fine weird, with a standard honestly. like just escape. I know, sequence. like a real slow opening yeah. somewhere on a one right. planet. Yeah. Claws or Take your time. Take your time. It's or a last Luke movie. and Leia fighting to start the film <laughs> in like a super meditative like kind of situation. Yeah. I, I mean I will always argue Avengers at game, which had a lot of lee, like leeway oh, up to it, but it wasn't film for is 35 years. A ballet act. That film yeah. is an absolute ballet act. And you know what? Incredible. Said this is going to be three over three hours, and you're yeah. all going to say thank you. And we all did say thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's. I think like, it should have ended there. I think the MCU should have ended right there. Oh, I mean, 100. percent just, <laughs> just don't know what we're doing. Phase five and six proven that. Um, Anyway, I don't know what anyway, Fed's like Fed's like I say one negative thing and the yeah, wolves right. pounce. Now this is a Marvel. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That was my oh, last yes. question. I thought that was a. That's it. That's 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 the last okay. question. Is that it? You don't have another one, Adam? Is that it? Oh yeah, because you started. All right. No, I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna leave up to that. That was kind of perfect in terms of it. Also leads into a bit of what you'll see in Cantina Chronicles. Not us being negative all the yeah. time. I want to make that clear. No, it's not gonna be a negative mess, but, but we are gonna be a little and more yeah. open and loose. It, you know, we want this to be yeah. a fun, comfortable space for people to come who want yeah. to. Listen to people talk about Star Wars. You know, we're going to be talking about what's happening, what's pertinent to what's coming up, um, and just having fun and just speaking our minds about what's going on. Um, and yeah, yeah, share your hot takes. This is a like safe place to have yeah. your fun takes on on everything and anything about Star Wars. And you know, every, all yes. fans are welcome. We're, we're yes, all fans. Yeah. And by the way, we may have hot takes and we have strong opinions, but there will be no toxic yeah. fandom. Do not worry oh, about yeah. we could do that. Yeah. We tried. Um, yeah. yeah. We love yeah. all of it. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, I mean, it's hard to really describe, but you're just going to have to tune in and, and uh, check us out. So um, yeah. we appreciate everyone for keeping up with the news on Core World News. Um, there's a lot of you out there, and, and we greatly appreciate it. We hope you enjoy the new format. It's just going to be us doing what we yeah. do, hopefully better. Um, so that's yeah. the thing. <clears throat> and a little more aptly titled. Come yeah, so join, join us, at, us the bar. at the bar and uh, yeah. talk about the galaxy far, far away. It'll be great. Well, all right. Well, I guess it's, it's kind of with a heavy heart, but this is really just a new beginning. I know. Um, I'm just going to say thanks very much for listening uh, to us. I don't know if you listen to all 300 episodes. Probably no one has except for us. Um, but we greatly appreciate it. Um, we can't wait to talk to you next week as Cantina Chronicles. Um, until then, stay safe out there and may the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Coreworld News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always. Yeah.